Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are reading through every single issue of every single volume of Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, Trevor Harrison, Mark Brooks, Stuart Immonen, David LaFuente, Takeshi Miyazawa, Rafa Sandoval, Sarah Pacelli, Chris Somney, Joel Jones, Jamie McKelvey, Scotty Young, Gabriel Hardman, Brian Hitch, Lee Garbett, Steve Kurth, Eric Nguyen, Carlo Pagulian, Salvador LaRocca, Clayton Crane, Luke Ross, Billy Tan, Mitch Breitweiser, Dave Marquez, and Pepe LaRaz's Ultimate Spider-Man. I did it! One did breath it. to rule them all! You did it. You did it. One re- breath all to find them! them. did it. Oh, we talked about 30 names and you try to do it in one breath. We are talking Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, specifically Volume 3 of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, entitled Divided We Fall. And I am joined, of course, by the only two men who I would take with me into a full-scale insurrection of segregationist states. First off, he's the man who I would elect president in a time of crisis. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I guess we know where... Oh, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Say something. We can't hear you. The the poor internet. (laughs) The poor internet. He was giving us a quote and everything. Damn it. It was so good. Okay, wait. I'll I'll, I'll roll it back. I'll, I'll roll it back. Here we go. Okay. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I guess we know where most of the Ultimate Universe was on January 6, 2021 now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the internet cut out when I said it the first time. <laughs> that's right. That's true. This is it why. Con- this oh, is why. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. God damn it. And he's the uh, he's the person who was cloned from the person I'm taking up the mantle of and just wants me to go the fuck home. It's Jacob Brown. You know, I didn't know the eagle from the Muppets was going to show up and fart on us. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite quote in the entire book. The entire volume is just this quote. That's all I needed. It's this, this is an interesting volume. We are specifically diving into issues 13 through 18 and 16.1. Why uh, we're doing that is uh, something we'll get into later. But this is not just continuing on Miles' story following the events of Spider-Men and the death of the Prowler. This is also a big old tie-in to an ultimate event called Divided We... No, United We Stand, Divided We Fall. No, Divided We Fall, United We Stand. You're right. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, it's Divided We Fall first, and then it's United We Stand. Nice. So, Malcolm, because you're the resident ultimate expert who gets to read the stuff so we don't have to, what is Divided We Fall, United We Stand? I'm going to come in real hot right now. Yes. Real hot. Yes. Uh, So this comes after hickman's run on ultimates uh and is taking the reins of things that he set up uh but mainly it's uh it's a civil war across the ultimate universe is uh america 
Civil War. Civil War. <laughs> Hydra has risen up, and Hydra is uh, now this. Oh, it's 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 the it's the homegrown terrorist basically who just want to liberate their freedoms. Uh, and this brings Captain America back into the fold, and then a bunch of shenanigans happen. Honestly, the biggest events in that crossover happen in this story as well because they were good about making sure that happens in each. Uh, individual ultimate comic story yeah but yeah that's that's the frame of it and it's all it's all a plot from modi modi who is thor's kid who he had with hella in hell gross Ah. also also speaking fucking uh, sucks (laughs) speaking of the new commander-in-chief uh newly minted marvel legends ultimate captain america which oh i know looks good as hell for looks good that really angry face that he comes with i love the angry face if only uh marvel legends still came in good packages anyway uh some of them do some of them do i just got the riri for Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, and that packaging fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the the windowless packaging. I mean, it's windowless better for the packaging. environment, but it is. But it, man, does it fucking suck? Hey, that like, uh, all the accessories the just came in like little wraps. Yeah, that was the thing that kind of bummed me out because I got that Namor, and uh, it's just like it's all just like wrapped in yeah, little baggy. I want to like, get uh, that, and I man, it sucks. Looks so good. It looks so I, I'm so excited. We're Ugh. doing an Amor episode next week on the Wednesday podcast. Hell yeah. Yes. I've just like, while I was doing the notes, I just had him like standing next to the laptop. While I was just doing the notes and I'm like, this is for you to knock. Do you think he'll you. say it? Do you think he's going to say it in the he movie? He better fucking say it. He's got to say that it, right? That scene where he's like skipping air. My fucking favorite scene out of any of the days. Uh, it's when he's fucking, fucking cool. air it's skipping fucking cool. towards the Wakanda craft. So cool. He has to fucking shout it as I, he's I running think, at it. I think he's going to say it. There's that scene where like you in the trailers, you see inside the throne room. There's uh, fucking when he's coming Ramonda. down with a headdress and everything. Oh, oh, oh fuck! Yeah. There's there's Ramonda, uh, like in the Wakandan throne room, and you can see the reflection of him. Oh like yeah, with him uh, about to like as he's about to strike. I think he's got to say it there, dude. He's, I can't wait to hear say him it. say it with his accent. With the accent, fuck's like, gonna be oh, so sexy, man. Oh, dude. God. Marvel, Disney, just Disney in general are killing it with the latino rep right now yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pedro yeah, they... pascal we've mm. got tanaka mm. Huerta, and our boy diego lena doing the d doing the damn thing over on andor yo andor yeah. fucking rocking it every week we're, right? we're two episodes behind right now but like holy shit so good it's it so good it's just political intrigue man it's fucking I awesome i fucking love it it's fucking awesome all right, let's uh, let's get into this divided we fall for letting us know uh, what divided we fall united we stand is. Washington so, uh, is decimated. The government is a mess. The Southwest is in chaos. States are seeding from the Union. America is falling apart. But also, Spider Man's a murderer. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> follow for more. Mm, it's fucked up. Mm. Priorities. <laughs> uh, also, strangely relevant is this book. What do you mean? You know, I don't know. You know what? It's not important. I think we're just huh? going to move on. Is America has never Spider-Man felt stronger and more united. Right now. <laughs> you know, I was doing a bit just now, but seriously, uh, everybody, it's midterms. Go vote. 
Yes, like, please. It's, yeah, bro. It's this week. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, right. it's this week. A lot of go vote. Yeah, we don't have to agree on things as long as you go vote. Yeah, yeah bro. I mean, you should vote for not scumbag people, but like, go vote. Yeah, bro. Vote for the people who have your best interests in mind. Do your research. Vote for the people who you think are going to bring about that change. Um, it's important. Positive change. I know. Positive change. Positive change. Uh, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on right now. Um, people are buying Twitter and then forcing people to watch as they self-destruct spending $44 billion. Uh, Oh boy. But honestly, like we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. We're fun loving guys. Yeah. Go vote. Seriously. It matters. It really does. So the U S is in turmoil. Um, talking about comics now chapter 13 <laughs> uh, we, we see at the beginning of each of these issues which i think is hilarious and really really fun for someone who doesn't know anything about this stupid event uh we get maps the shield situation map and at the very beginning of this everything looks to be in chaos we've got uh over here in the uh california oregon washington area our status is unknown on the west coast Sounds about right. Uh, Arizona, where uh, Jacob and Malcolm are, is currently a sentinel-controlled no-man's land abandoned Uh by the U.S. government. That's about right. Yeah, that's Uh about right. Alongside New Mexico. We're stuck over here with Reavers (laughs) and uh, and, and people. That's basically how it is. Uh, Bleep bleep this out. Bleep this out. And that sentinel's name is Blake Masters. Whoa! Ah, Whoa. There you go! It's said with, we a, have, with uh, a compatriot name uh Kari. No, that's <laughs> uh we have anti-government militia hot spots inside of Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota represent Ma- Rapid City, uh Wyoming, also in Arizona, New Mexico, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia. Uh over in the Great Lakes states. <laughs> not on my mind anymore. Not on my mind. It's on somebody's mind. It's on somebody's uh, mind. In the Great Lakes states, specifically Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio, their status is unknown. Uh, Over on the eastern seaboard, it is a control zone. That's uh, New England, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia are secured by National Guard under Emergency Powers Committee. And, of course, in Texas... Texas has declared state independence and is now the new Republic of Texas. Yeah, Texas is a, a Negro free land, as they like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the truth. Oh, man. Uh, it does it say on this map wash. that they are nuclear armed as well, yeah. which is uh-huh. uh, yes. frightening. Yes. Yes. So we kick up with. Uh, Dave Marquez. First off, Dave Marquez is a goat. Dave Marquez, the goat for real. Because he makes this shitty Captain America costume that Cap puts on for this event. It's so dumb. It's so stupid, but he makes it look pretty okay. (laughs) He makes it look good. This is literally just, just the Avengers game costume. It's. I swear to God, it's like the Avengers game tried to make a better version of this because the Avengers game version is better than this. This sucks <laughs> incrementally, so incrementally better. So bad. 
this is like a budget of like $350 worth of cosplaying material to like put, a, to put together. <laughs> hey, a, and you know what? No shame Captain to people America. who spend $350 no. on cosplay. It's a lot uh, of money for a cosplay. That's it's a lot of money. Exactly. It's a lot of money, but it's it still looks like a but bunch of cardboard. They put that money in put the together. wrong places. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the yeah, cardboard patches, uh, the cardboard it's shoulders. God, it's so bad. And, and you know that <laughs> they know this costume sucks because it's not even halfway through the event when he switches costumes. Yes. So even they knew. They're <sighs> like, we don't want this. But so we uh, pick up at the Triskelion. Uh, Cap and Tony are looking at the situation while also looking at a separate situation. Namely, this new Spider-Man running around in New York City and being accused of murder. Because the death of the Prowler is being put on the shoulders of this very small diminutive Spider-Man, and Miles is not handling it well! He is having a rough time. Uh, PTSD, also the last words of his uncle Aaron, really fucked up. Really I kind of love that this matters to him. Yes. Yeah. I kind of love that it like that it, it it's fucked him up. Yeah. Because again, this kid's like 13. Yeah. 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 It's it's unfair to kind of look at how much this has affected him. And he can't even tell anybody about it. Nope. Anybody yeah. except Ganky. Yep. Who is the person he should confide in but isn't Genki keeps trying to tell him like hey man you could talk to me like he can find me and miles is just he can't do it he, he doesn't know do what it. to do he doesn't know how to handle it mm-hmm. there's there's also that great scene with uh jefferson coming in yes uh, and talking to miles and being like listen i need to t- i need to tell you something something happened your your uncle he, he he's dead like and it's 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 so good uh yeah. It's it's interesting that they kind of aped the scene a little bit for for into the Spider Verse, yeah, for into the Spider Verse. But I think that again, that this bit is just a little deeper. I, I don't know. It, it, I disagree because I I, 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 I think love this that one Spider Verse scene. I I do too. I I think Brian Tyree Henry knocks the fuck out of that scene. But I I think that this is just a little. It's. I think that the 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 Miles's place in this conversation compared to that conversation is very different. Yes, absolutely. And I I, I like this scenario a little more. I like that's him doubting fair. his involvement or him, you know, questioning his involvement in all of this. You know, that's that's the thing. I, I feel like that's not as much of a thing in the movie because he didn't really, you know, right have the direct. And, and we also we mentioned before in a previous episode that these jeffersons are very different they're very well. different yeah, Jeff. Yeah. and i think the placement of them in the narrative yes also speaks to how different these scenes kind of read that's the thing if anything out of this story boy the jefferson stuff is real interesting holy <laughs> fuck isn't it Huh? Um, a very different Jefferson. This Jefferson's way better. <laughs> uh, Jefferson is I don't. I don't. Cabinet. I don't know if the evidence backs that up for me just yet. But <laughs> maybe it'll change. I don't know. Some he's, interesting stuff happened in this volume, which we'll get he to. Is an interesting. And it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. I like the relatability of how much more like Uncle Ben he is here than he does in the movie. Yes, I actually kind of That's like fair. that. I kind of like that more. Uh, we yeah. do in see... the movie he has to be responsible. In this, he chooses to be responsible, which yeah. I think is really interesting. 
Yeah. That's an interesting take. So Miles and Genki are trying to uh, figure out what to do next. And Judge comes up. And Judge is just, he's legit tr just trying to be their friend. Like, he's, he's trying to be their friend, kid. and they kind of blow him off. And he's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to get another roommate. Like, this fucking sucks. Like, oh, no, don't be there. Wait, oh, oh. They should have told him. They fucked up. They should have told yeah. him. That was it's, really, it was really fucked really up. really fucked up of them. They should have just told him. And so Miles then gets a call. And I love this. Hell yeah. I love this. He's, he doesn't know why this person is calling him. He just knows he is being called. And so he leaves school. He goes, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a real awkward moment with a soldier. Uh, uh and there's going to be more of this as we go along here. Uh -huh. Um, but uh yeah so miles is able to get past uh get past this soldier because shit's going down in the country so like there's martial law going on soldiers mm -hmm. roaming the streets with tanks um yeah it is a scary time mm -hmm. and so that's time mm -hmm. miles is making his way to meet this person who called him when who does he come across it's the leaper baby yeah oh, one of the best ultimate redesigns that redesign is fucking yes sick. fashion icon Clean of the week as honestly honestly you're right you're right you fashion right icon that. of the week backtrack yeah. the leaper oh my god Clean, minimalistic he looks great i love the gloves good. that is like my favorite thing fuck, the gloves look I, awesome I, I fuck with short sleeves and fingerless gloves me, on yeah me book too. Designs. Me like, too. i love that shit me too. i good. love the big window in a glove too like yep. on yeah. the back of the pot like it's stupid uh -huh. but i love it i fuck well because well, your hands get sweaty if you don't have that window that's yeah. the From thing experience. right yeah. uh so nobody gets uh, that so they're battling at one point batrog yeets spider-man through a window in a nearby uh looks like a bakery yes. and yeah he just he looks like a damn fool he really does uh yeah. he can't get it together the guys are getting away when <laughs> miles is like oh i know how to stop them in their vehicle he picks up a police cruiser and just chucks it at their van yeah miles has been playing uh PS4 is uh, Spider-Man colon Miles Morales. Yeah. <laughs> like, let, me, let me hit that triangle button real fast. Uh, <laughs> to lift it up, you know, and everything. And then, boom, lifts it, chucks it, and then you're good. Uh, Spider-Man saves the day, but then, of course, because it's New York, the police immediately draw their guns on him and want him to, uh, to kneel down, take off uh -huh. the mask. Uh -huh. Miles is able to escape by going camo and begins making his way across the rooftops. As we see a very ugly shoulder pad watching him. <laughs> Who is the owner of that ugly shoulder pad? Uh, Who is that masked shoulder pad? <laughs> Miles Look, makes his up way. Up in the sky. <laughs> it's a shoulder pad. <laughs> it's so angular. My God. Good God. Was that a fashion Did he buy no, that no. at an army surplus or perhaps a paintball shop? It for real looks like Captain America walked into like Miller surplus and then was surplus like, on floor. Let me put together yeah. as much as I fucking can. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need these trays that are holding these pins. I'm gonna take these trays and I'm gonna attach them to my shoulder. <laughs> I'm gonna use them for protection. <laughs> <laughs> these plastic trays. So Miles makes his way to this warehouse. 
where he unmasks and he asks the person who called him why they wanted to meet him. And it's revealed to be Aunt May. And the girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Gwen Stacy. Aunt May and Gwen are there and... We can now get into a little bit of the higgledy-piggledy continuity that uh, Malcolm mentioned last week. Yes, I did. Because apparently this is the first time they're meeting. That's the thing. But Spider-Man has to take place before this. Yes. It doesn't it make any to. sense. Um, you That's can kind the of get away. Curse. You can kind of get away with saying like, oh, like it was more important to deal with the Peter Parker of it all than to actually make, you know, introductions and stuff. Yeah. But that's very loose. That's the thing. You can make very loose connections here, but otherwise, but I mean, also timeline wise, how does it make sense in the first place? Because, you know, Miles just saw Aaron die. We're still just dealing with that. But yeah. Spider-Man crossover, he's like, ah, oh, but Uncle Aaron he's fairly did, well like, adjusted. He, yeah, he's a little past that. It it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So they are My God, I didn't even realize that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's because I, both books are coming out at the same time, but by the time this issue comes out, Spider-Man like number three was out. Oh Jesus. And so they couldn't, oh. you know, spoil the thing. Like it it, oh. it fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay. That's rude. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a mess. Because also Cap isn't back by that point in Spider-Man. Like he's oh. not back. He's decided oh. he's not back yet. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. What Uh, the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Strange. Uh, Gwen does seem to remember Miles from the conversation they had at the funeral. Uh, Which is cool. I like that. Which is cool. I love that. And it looks like May has something for Miles (gasps) until a voice says, not so fast, Mrs. Parker. And stepping out of the shadows, being very problematic as a future president would giving the Native American how sign because he doesn't know how to greet ethnic people. It's Captain America. <laughs> Hello, Fade. Hello, fellow Indian. It's Native American. Yeah, that's what I said. Hello, Native Indian. It is good to see you. It's great when he goes for a fist bump player and he's like, bump it, my dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my dudes? He's like, yo, pound, bro. <laughs> he just goes like, like hey don't worry i'm president now <laughs> soul, soul, Give, soul. Gives, gives a little soul fist salute to miles and it's like no dude don't do that what what's are you wrong? doing what's up my brothers i'm no giant <laughs> no turkey. please don't please don't do that what's wrong please Bitchin. don't oh i shouldn't have said that i can't say bad language he's oh. he's He's like two steps away from being Vince McMahon circa 2006, wearing a do rag and saying yep. shit. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. I'm not going to say it, but he says it. Uh, we go to chapter 14. God, Jesus That's Christ. Amazing. Remember that? Yep. Oh my God, yes. Hey, here's the thing. Uh, I'm glad he's fucking gone. <laughs> yeah. Same. I'm glad he's Same. fucking gone. It's been way too long. Way too yeah. long. Um, we come to chapter 14. The shield situation map has been updated. Everything's mostly the same, except now there are areas of urban unrest, which is code for 
ethnic protests. Yeah, you know what an urban unrest is? It's a nigga uprising. <laughs> 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 oh, man, them niggas in Paris are uprising right now. <laughs> urban unrest. Oh, God. Damn. Oh, my God. God damn. <laughs> Urban I really unrest. hope. <laughs> I really hope these are terms that actual government people use in terms of like, like. Oh, one hundred percent. No question. Yeah, I really hope. <laughs> if you damn. look at California, specifically the L.A. area in the early '90s, there was Lots a lot of, of urban, urban unrest. unrest. <laughs> <laughs> Dispatch, we've got uh, reports of urban unrest here. Oh my God, they're uniting. <laughs> they're uniting. The Black Panthers are uniting again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You mean the neighborhood? So, <laughs> I, I don't know. They started they started bandishing weapons and yelling out Wakanda forever. I I I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it's just the premiere of the movie. No, <laughs> no, no. It's it's actionable content. This is this is They're this all is, gathering <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. They're gathering. Yeah. This is this is a problem. Is a they look problem. fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on? So chapter 14 starts off with the greatest homage that I've yes. seen. It has yes. my heart. It yes. has my soul. Yes. If you know who I am, even on just a base level, you know that I am an easy mark for this shit because it's Gwen Stacy pulling a kitty pride, shouting at Captain America. You are a jerk with the finger point and the hair flip and everything. <laughs> so now is the time when I could tell you whenever i think of ultimate gwen stacy this is the exact panel i think of i Literally, might never think of we, gwen stacy without this ever again since we started this <laughs> this has been all i've been able to think of and i've known that this is coming and i've had to fucking sit on it <laughs> it's been a long year <laughs> it has been a long year yeah back, back then all i knew gwen stacy for was brandishing a knife at the most inopportune times oh yes now she's in full-on a cab mode gwen stacy is uh not a fan of captain america of course um and i just i love that no one is on the same side here no one knows exactly what to do uh-huh. um so uh president to be john walk i uh steve rogers here <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is confronting Miles for the first time, uh, and he he's not about it. He's like, you're a child, uh, and he's this fucking guy. Uh, and Jacob, <laughs> I'm actually uh, I'm taking a lot of this for our D and D session later. Oh, good! Um, I'm so oh, happy. That. Oh, uh, shit, that's not I'm good. So ex- Just, so oh yeah, I yeah, love playing flawed bullshit characters. Uh, well, you're gonna love John. Watt. I mean, ultimate uh, ultimate Cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I love that he's just like in the memory of Peter Parker. I'm like, you fucking asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah, he you fucking star sucks. spangled dipshit. Get yeah. out of here. And then another voice sounds from uh, the side, away from everybody else. That's what this is, isn't it? You're not talking to him. You're talking to Peter. And they realize they're not alone. They realize that also in that warehouse is the girl who waited. Mary Jane is also there. Uh, and I love how Marquez draws everybody. 
now that everybody's on oh, the scene. I oh love how Marquez God. draws everybody. Everyone oh, yeah. is very pretty, and that's just kind of Marquez's house style. Yeah. But like I Except love for Cap. <laughs> Except for Cap. He's got a five like head. A shit. Like, he really has that colonizer haircut. Yes. He, yes, he's he like does. If, he's definitely what my he's like what uh Mike Pence would be, basically, in the ultimate universe, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. He kind of yes. looks like him. Yeah, he does actually have, yeah. He he has that very specific Mike Pensy look. That's really oh, funny. That's really funny. That's, that's a good ass call. I just realized, like, he, oh my god, he he definitely calls Ultimate uh, Carol Danvers' mother. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god. He's like, the term females. Yes, one hundred percent. He's like, For oh sure. man, it's just me, this uh, urban kid. And a bunch of females. <laughs> and a bunch of this. females. <laughs> the only thing I can relate is this very nice white breaded mayonnaise sandwich that's sitting so plentifully <laughs> on the. On I'm the sure I'm glad desk. Mother packed it for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God, now that you've mentioned it, the Mike Pence resemblance I mean, is really uncanny. It's, it's, it's kind of uncanny. It it's really since Pence un wasn't really a thing, like popularly. Like yeah. at that time, like this is kind of Mike wild. Pence. Hot take was never a popular thing. Hey, you know what? <laughs> great, say that. great choice. Let's <laughs> great choice. I mean, just like in the in the in the view of the world. You know what I mean? It's true. I will he reiterate: in the view of the world, he was never yeah. a popular person. No, hey, very, very, very true. <laughs> very true. Top marks. So Gwen, marks. Uh, Gwen is not happy about any of this she is like this is bullshit i'm in protest this fucking sucks um cap is there and he's like look maybe when you're older and miles is like you this isn't about my age this is about you thinking i killed my uncle it's like no you got a problem with me because i'm a brother <laughs> and and cap's immediately just like uh, uh, I have a call. I have a call. Hold on. I have a call. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Nick Fury? I gotta go. I gotta. Uh, go. I gotta leave. What's that, Nick Fury? My best friend, who I've known for years, by the way. My my friend, my friend Nick. I have plenty of friends who are Nick Fury. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I have plenty of friends who killed their uncles before. Don't worry. About <laughs> this isn't a profiling thing. No, absolutely. Oh my not. god! <laughs> it's just that like you were there and you fit the description. It's not profiling. It's just. <laughs> but he basically says, uh, "I have to go. We will not be continuing this conversation. If you disobey my direct order, I will put you in jail and call your parents." And then he leaves. I must go. My people need me. <laughs> motorcycles off uh, to Texas away. <laughs> And there's that weird like down 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 down. There's that weird like uh Walker Texas Ranger riff. <laughs> exactly. Yes. When the eyes bow, bow, of a ranger bow. are upon you. There it is. <laughs> Let's just that's that's cap that's ultimate cap's theme now. Yeah, it's just that's it. Through Texas Ranger, fit. it's just Chuck Norris. That's all it is. It's just, it's just if Chuck Norris. When sucked. you're in Texas, look behind you, because that's <laughs> Rangers gonna be. <laughs> and you see Cap and his bullshit. The costume he's wearing right now, right now, just like there. Oh God, it's awful! It's awful! It's awful, full awful. God so, damn it! Miles is like, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what Peter would do, and. Aunt May says, "You'd say prove yourself, prove him wrong." 
go help him. And Miles is like, I don't know if I want to help this guy specifically. She's like, no, 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 no. it's not about him. It's not about him. It's about the act. <laughs> and I've got something that can help you. And opens the box. <sighs> and opens the box. And it's Peter's web shooters. That's the thing. Is this moment is fucking powerful. And for it to be Aunt May to Aunt give May. him the web shooters. Yeah. God, Again, it's another so thing that they good. kind of mirror for the movie. Yes, which it's I do very love. similar to the Aunt May letting him into the, the spider cave or whatever you want to I call. still I love that Aunt May so much. Oh yeah, so me too. Lives. She rocks. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking rules. It's so <laughs> good. That line reading rules. She's friends with Liv. I love it so much. Liv. <laughs> she is literally they they go and do brunch every second Sunday. For sure. But she's sure. always the one who ends up paying the bill because Liv has to go rob a bank. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, no, I have a call. Oh, it's a work call. It's, it's like, a work call. I gotta go. I gotta go. And May's just like, yeah, fucking whatever, dude. Yeah, okay. And it's just like a group of them. It's just like, fucking go. Just go. Don't make an excuse. Just it doesn't make, matter. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna pay your bill like I do every fucking week. She, she's the friend that, like, you forget why you kind of hate that friend while you're hanging out with them. Because you're like, oh my god, she's so fun. And we get along so well. And then something like that happens, like, oh, right. Shit. <laughs> That's fine. If you're based as fuck and you're reading the Exterminators book, that's Tabitha Smith. Oh. Tabitha Smith is that friend. I just boom, boom is I'm here. I go oh, up my soapbox my again. Uh, uh, <laughs> Smith yes. is the greatest X-Men of all time. Uh, She's she always been old, one of them. She yeah. rivals only Cyclops and uh, boom, boom forever. She's, She's easily top 10 for sure. Also, uh, uh, Major Baddie. That major book is just, Baddie, especially that book is in that book. Baddie's major central. Bro. Everyone oh is God. in that Everyone's a baddie oh, in that book. Fuck. Holy I just shit. Want all of them to stab me in the dick so bad. <laughs> Welcome back Jeez. to Under the Belt with Malcolm Russell Nelson, where we're going to take the next 30 minutes to talk about how good Exterminators is. Exterminators fucking rules. It's the best fucking comic right now. It's so good. It's so, is, it's just, it's everything you want in a comic. Yes. Like, this comic. Is this the comic about the the cockroaches and hyper intelligent cockroaches? No, <laughs> no, my friend. No, this is to tell you, literally. This is Jacob, read the book. It's incredible. It's I so have. good. It's what it's about, Williams. It's about it's about cockroaches. Uh, like Jacob, world, Jacob, 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 Jacob. You don't understand, Jacob. This is a uh, this is an X Men book, Jacob. It's, uh, it's book. Grindhouse uh, X Men. It's Grindhouse X Men. Grindhouse X Men. I do like a good Grindhouse movie. It is a it's good Grindhouse Boom, movie. It's Dazzler, it's Jubilee, oh. and it's Wolverine, <laughs> the four baddest bitches on Krakoa. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> what a team! That's so uh, weird. <laughs> trapped inside, basically death race. Yeah, it's <laughs> incredible. It's fucking excellent. It's uh, this so is good. the only, this is the first time that I've been able to say this because I I have always had something against jubilee i've never liked jubilee what? because i've always been a kitty pride person mm-hmm. uh that's really fucking hurtful to me as another I, asian american listen i understand um, i've just never understood that i just character. i just i don't love the optics of <laughs> <on>. sorry 
Uh, <laughs> that's, a deep, love- that's a deep cut from the Gotham Knights game chat. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just don't like the optics of it. I just it. don't like the optics okay. of it. Like, <laughs> when people but, see it uh, on their trending topics on Twitter, it's not going to be good for It's not going to look good. But yeah, I, yeah. I love Jubilee now. Also, Jubilee, major baddie. I get major it. Major baddie. I get it. Yeah, okay. Major I get baddie. It. She rolled I, up in that sweater and the tights, and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. What? I didn't <laughs> I, I was never also a Kitty. I, w- I was never a Jubilee fan, too, as well. I feel like I'm being hate crimed right now. Sorry, I don't man. appreciate <laughs> it. Really didn't. Until she became a vampire, is when I started liking her. Again. That was the closest <laughs> I got to liking her, actually. It was, was like close. when she was so, a vampire. I was like, that's actually kind of cool. So you're saying cool. you didn't like the Asian character until she turned into an inhuman monster, Jacob. Yikes. I didn't say that. Big yikes, Jacob. I did not say that. Big I did not say that. Uh, you're putting I'm just going to say, mouth, hey, just stay off of social media. That's Jacob, it. you don't oh, have well, a Twitter. That's already, that's already just done. Don't, uh, that's already done. Don't sure, just actually. don't make a Twitter, Jacob. Ooh, wooey, woo. <laughs> uh, I'm coming for you. Uh, <laughs> she she was the most attractive one out of all the X Men for a while. Uh, for me. Uh, if you're coming for Jacob, let me tell you something. I'm uh, I'm coming for exterminators. Uh, and that is the end of Below the Belt, featuring Malcolm Russell Nelson uh, with special guests. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> fucking back to what we were talking about—the web shooters. <laughs> yeah, we exactly. We were talking about the web shooter. What was that? Uh, uh, Aunt May giving Miles the web shooters is gr- fucking Jacob. Stop. <laughs> well, the belt is done. Under the belt is done. That's how you end it, right there. Uh, so I love that she gives him the web shooters, and she's like, "Do what you're gonna do. Don't do what." cap said don't do what peter would do do what miles morales would do and gwen even hits him with the go get him tiger and i'm like this is the best gwen stacy of all time yeah she's she's gwen she's mary jane and she's kitty pride rolled into one i am in heaven fucking sick bro she's fucking sick it's so good it's so freaking good i love it and so we cut to uh the rooftop as the uh opening of what's up danger begins and Miles <laughs> is utilizing the web shoes for the first time. I, to the fucking love, this first thwip, where the thwip is in the webs. In the webbing as it's going up vertically. It's like, so sick, dude. That's, that's some fucking uh, Branton Stein shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. It's fucking goaded, bro. But we can see that it was a later design of Peter's because the webs are, in fact, gray here. Uh, Miles begins Stop. swinging through uh, through town. We get that fun moment from Amazing Spider-Man One where he uh, almost surfs a table, and yes. he's not good at this. He's not good at web swinging just yet, but he's gonna get there. <laughs> that is something I fucking love about that uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales game is just how fluid and fun the web swinging is. Fuck, you launch so off a web, he's just like flailing, and then it's he like so good, like as good as it way. is, and just the the difference between how it is in the Peter game and how it is in yes. the Miles game is so fucking good. Hundred uh, percent. The differences is very very poignant in uh, both games, and yep. it's very fun. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Jacob, I just sent you both pages, uh, the first two pages of Exterminators. Uh, oh my god! That's the first it's two so pages. Good. Of it's so good. That's actually after the mature audiences only warning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a mature audiences only warning at the beginning of both issues so far. Yeah, I can tell. Awesome. 
It's the best tell, book. It's the best book maybe ever created. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking rules. It fucking Comic rules. of the year. Comic so, of the year easily. <laughs> Miles is making his way uh, to Lincoln Tunnel. Making my way to Lincoln it. Tunnel. Making my way to Lincoln Tunnel. And he finds it in ruins and on fire, you know. It's so the Lincoln Tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell and yeah. we see that uh, the rhino is on a rampage. Yes. Stanley Tucci is not having any of this. <laughs> and, oh, I'm sorry. Stanley I mean, uh, <laughs> you mean <laughs> Paul Stanley Giamatti. Paul I mean, Giamatti. Uh, <laughs> Paul Tucci. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 the um, two the rhino does not have a touch of the tooch. Let me tell you. The, the tooch. I don't know. He's looking slick. He's looking he slick. looks cool though. But he's absolutely yelling, I grossed the spider! I grossed the spider. <laughs> oh, and so I am the rhino. My god. It's so good. It's incredible. It's, it's no, it's bad. Paul Giamatti it's, doing the most. No, the best part of that entire movie. No, it's fucking terrible. That's not the best part of the entire movie. That's not the best. Swinging is the best part of the entire movie. That's not the best part of the entire movie. Dane DeHaan, up until like the last like 30 minutes, is the best part of the movie. That's not the best part of the movie. It's Gwen and Peter doing slapstick uh, spider. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm sorry, I didn't even get the Bahamas hiding places. (laughs) I love the little like heel click at the end as he's walking down the hallway. So good. Yeah. That so is good. that is really funny. Peak comic book storytelling. Uh, we see that uh, Rhino, just like the rest <laughs> of us, is already taking out Cap because his costume is ma 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 mid. And I mean, it just looks even worse <laughs> here. It's bad because now he has the helmet and the mask. On. Like, why why have the mask on and then a helmet on at the same time? He because he's got to protect his identity. Oh. Wait. He looks. He looks like a. He looks like fucking Johnny Rico in Starship Troopers. <laughs> this this middle no, panel right here. Where he's it would yelling, be like, wildly improved if it was Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers. Okay, that, that's just that's just the cover of Starship Troopers right there. That's like the VHS cover. The VHS. It's third panel on that page where he's like, "Stop firing! It's not ah. doing the villains out of here." That's the that's the cover image of Starship Troopers. Like I'm expecting there to be a freeze frame, and fucking Neil Patrick Harris walks out, and he's like, <laughs> "This could be anywhere in the world." <laughs> <laughs> so, Captain remember when battling- Starship Troopers was awesome, and people didn't get that it was satirical? Yes. You mean people when people did get that, that it was satirical? No, no, when people did not get that it is satirical. <laughs> so Cap is unsuccessfully battling Rhino uh, until Miles shows up and is able to put this man down. It's very cool. The whole sequence, Sick, um, he tries to Venom, or he tries to Venom strike him, ends up Venom. like smacking his hand on the helmet. And I love it. Getting Ow. launched away. <laughs> uh, Miles then is able to... Uh, push past his trauma about possibly killing uh, Aaron the last time he uses Venom Blast and he uses it to blow up this rhino armor and render it inert. And then I, I love the sequencing here even though Cap looks ugly as Sin in his costume. It's, it's the two of them just yeah. sitting there in the aftermath as the armor is just kind of smoking and he just goes okay but you need training. He's like oh I know I know. Are you going to train me 
and then it's just the end and i love it it's so good i love this book's continuing doing the uh to be continued in the black bars it's friggin' awesome you know what's funny you don't, don't have, have that it on mine. Yeah, we don't have that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's how it is in. So anytime you see those black bars like that, it's two. B continued. They started that with last volume. That's and I cool. I love that. That's really cool. I was. Wondering, I love the dramatic staging of that. It's very nice, and it and and it makes each ending of an issue feel like a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That's uh, cool. Chapter fifteen with a sick as fuck cover. Jorge Molina cover. Gotta love it. I love me some Jorge Molina. It's so ooh, good. Ooh, ee woo. Wee woo Looking at uh, the shield situation map, it has been updated. Uh, the Eastern Seaboard Control Zone has extended into uh, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Um, we see that the uh, Republic of Texas is no more. It is now a government-controlled zone once again. Thank God. Yeah, though, <laughs> though the areas of urban unrest continue to uh, be a thorn in the side. Though, in uh, in the West Coast region, we now have a Southern California refugee zone, which is great. Love to see it. Um, we cut Alaska's to- fine. Alaska's yeah. cool. Hawaii's fine. Hawaii's yeah. chilling. Hawaii got nothing to worry about. Nope. Hawaii got nothing to worry about. Ultimate Blue Marvel is there. He's like, I'm vacationing and I'm Ugh. watching this. I wish. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes. Right now, Blue Marvel, Denzel. <sighs> so <laughs> maybe, but also Keith David. Keith, oh, you're right. Keith David. Okay, Keith David. Keith David. Because if you had Blue Marvel walk in, be like, "Hey, <laughs> fucking sick!" I'm on a Keith David high right now. I just got caught. I'm getting caught up on Star Girl. Yes, bitch. Yes, my boy. Which, Star first Girl. Off, let's hang on a second. Fucking rules. Real, real quick, Star Girl is the fucking best. There are it's two goated. superhero shows that have been the best superhero shows in the last like 15 years, and it's Superman and Lois and Star Girl. Okay. They're the rules. two best. I, I got rules. behind on Stargirl, and I hated that I got behind. And I just finished the second season, and that show fucking rules. Bro. It's all about optimism and hope. Yeah, it's so and good. I wish that that show existed when I was a teenager, because I think I would have been a better person. Same. I am beyond angry. I'm that so they, mad. That it's ending with season three. I'm yeah. so mad. Uh, because everyone is... Jacob, if you haven't watched it, you should because the uh, shade is fucking awesome. The shade fucking everybody he, rules. Everybody that. fucking whips. It actually but has Jonathan JSA. The shade is, and that's the reason why it was canceled. Uh, I'm calling it now because Black Adam was a box office success, and they want to do more JSA bullshit in the theaters, uh, and so uh, they're killing off the fucking JSA on TV. As a yeah. as you know what? If yeah, that I is remember. the reason, that's why. I understand. I understand yeah, because I, the JSA was the best part about Black Adam. Sue me, uh, but is it good enough to lose all of my fucking? No, not even close. Not even close. But like, it fucking. Sucks. I need more Beth Chapel. I need more Yolanda. All I need more them. Rick. Rick fucking. Dude, Rick, <laughs> the greatest. Fucking rules. Rules. <laughs> Jacob, you should you should seriously, seriously watch, watch, watch. I think you'll love it. Amazing. It's got uh, Solomon Grundy. It's got the shade. The JSA. It's got, I was gonna uh, say a um, scary version of Icicle, which is fucking awesome. Oh, it has oh, it cool. has a villain whose name is literally just Shiv. 
and it's incredible. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. She rules. <laughs> she, she's just Laura. Yeah, yeah, that's all she is. She's, it's she's so, bad she's guy basi- Laura. She's basically Laura Kitty. It's fucking awesome. It's incredible. That's when you uh, when you said you were getting on a Keith David high. I immediately thought that you were just rewatching The Cape. That's all I thought you were just doing. <laughs> just, just rewatching Oof. how good he was in that show. He, he, was, really, he was he was really because Keith David is fucking wonderful. He's amazing. He's the best part. He was oh, either yeah. that or watching The Frog and the Princess or something like that. Uh, yeah, he's the best part of that too. Because uh, otherwise, that movie sucks. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, Keith, but- Keith David plays Mr. Bones. He plays Director Bones. It's so good. Which is it's so good. Awesome. I got to the okay. end of season two and I was like, holy Dude, shit! You are gonna love season three. Right. You are gonna love season three. It's I'm so fucking good. pumped. And it has fucking Joe McHale as Starman. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the best thing I've seen Luke Wilson do. I maybe was just gonna ever. say. I was saying Luke Wilson, he's absolutely incredible on it. He's I think he's so good so in the show. Good. He is so. There, so there's a scene I'm where he so has where he's interrogating a bad guy. It is incredible acting from Luke yeah. Wilson. Possibly yeah, the best yeah. acting I've seen from him. It's so he's good. he's really goddamn good. It's just a shame. I think everyone's really great on that show. Uh, Breck Basinger is fucking amazing. She's great. She, um, she just won a Saturn Award like last week. That's awesome. Four Star Girl. Yeah, that's Dude, awesome. Yeah. Well she deserved. just won a Saturn Award. Well deserved. They canceled the show like days later. Oh man, I am well hoping there's amazing. part of me. It it might be pie in the sky, but it, the announcement was that they are canceling Stargirl on the CW. I would love for them to be like, and we're moving it to HBO Max as an HBO Max original. I it's probably with where not, Warner Brothers Discovery is not. right now. That's I not going to happen. But I'm just saying, Warner Brothers Discovery is such a specific misogynist place right now, dude. It's bad. It's not going to happen. It's bad. Literally, it's not going to happen. I'm I'm not going to. I don't want to put it out in the universe. But like I'm worried about Superman and Lois because now that Henry's back. Uh, yeah, me too. Like I'm worried. Me too. As soon as I saw that Henry was back, I was like, oh, okay, Superman and Lois is done. It's died, which sucks it because sucks. that show is fantastic. So yeah, I think the next season of that is going to be the last one. Fuck. I don't think they're going to can it before it's done, but Aww. yeah, because they've probably already shot most of season three. So yeah, yeah I, I think season three is going to be the end of that, which really sucks because it's another show about optimism and hope. Yes. And if there's anything that we need on TV right now, it's that. <sighs> so back anyway, that was my soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at Brooklyn Visions Academy, um, Miles and Genki are just being guys, just being guys, being bros. Um, Genki's trying to get him to have a catchphrase. Chappelle. Uh, the best one that I think is uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. The, the best one is study. <laughs> yeah. Yahtzee. <laughs> and he just goes, Dazzler, which is objectively the best one. Mm, Dazzler, Dazzler, is, Dazzler is a good one. That's true. Colbert. He goes, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. 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 Um, That's also a great one, though. Great one. Uh, Love that guy. Genki wants him to show him the web shooters, and there's that great like it almost feels invincible esque where it's yes, just it like does. where it's just yeah. like Miles pausing in silence and he just goes, "Okay, lock the door," and it just like it's really fun. And then it cuts to the door just being covered just with being stuff, barricaded, chairs, yeah. and backpacks and books. Like, 
Uh, we see Miles and Genki messing around with the web shooters. Uh, May even packed the formula for the web fluid. That yeah, was really that. I saw that. That was like my favorite thing was just like, oh my God, did she even had the formula put so in there. Uh, here's the thing. These have to be the updated Stark ones, right? Yes, they have to be. Yeah. Because they are they have uh, gray webbing. Stop. <laughs> the That's They're the awesome. upgrades. Because his original, oh, as we've all established, you walked into that. His, ori- his you, original, you walked into that with the I door open. His original went to my own head and walked He literally opened the door and was seeing you out, and he was just God like, "Here you go, it's right here." Right here. Right. You're right. You're right. I did. This. I did this to myself. You had the fishing rod, threw it out with the hook in your mouth. In my own mouth, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. They get a knock on the door from the hall monitor. Uh, the coach busts in the door, and Miles is like, "I was naked." Like, what are you doing, dude? And so they uh, they're I was able doing to a get TikTok. away with it. Shut up! <laughs> I was doing a TikTok. I was dressed I was up. I was doing the cuff it challenge. Shut up! <laughs> I have no idea what that is, and I don't want to know. Ditto. Um, it's not bad. It's we just cut like, to the next day <laughs> where. <laughs> Miles is uh, going to his home and he finds police officers there. And the Peter Parker in me immediately uh-huh. panics. Uh huh. Oh boy. Uh, Miles gets up there and he finds his parents being questioned by Detective Ooh. Maria Hill. Oh, Maria God. Hill! We finally found her. She's finally, so fine. Yeah. You want to so talk honest. about Top oh Cop? Ugh. The new Top Cop. She's a, she's top a cop, cop who tops. She's so fine. sure. <laughs> uh, I love Detective Maria Hill. She fucking rules, man. She begins questioning because she's like, there is a connection between, you know, the prowler and aaron davis and that they were the same fucking person (laughs) he's dead and you're his family the last people who saw him alive and she brings up that miles didn't kill him unknowing to everybody else in the room she reveals that like the equipment was faulty and it exploded and malfunctioned and killed him and miles is immediately like hey should somebody tell Somebody else? Because, like, I think it's really important that people know that Spider-Man isn't... I'm just... I'm a concerned citizen. I like these, like, should someone tell a Spider-Man about that, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Spider-Man is a big concern in this Uh, this family. I mean, the city, uh, not family, city. And so, Maria, though being a Jim Gordon-level detective, notices this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, why do you, why are you so invested in this miles and she starts to run down all of the evidence and she's already figured it out she knows she I knows he's spider-man that. she has no clue <laughs> those, those are uh, those are two very different reads jacob <laughs> couldn't even couldn't find a you know couldn't find a fish in a barrel or whatever they fucking say couldn't find a <laughs> hay in a needle stack couldn't mm. find an analogy in a brain there you go. So, What's a brain? What? Stupid. Uh, so <laughs> she's like, okay, I guess we're done here because Miles won't say anything. She's like, all right, I'll uh, I'll go. And then 
Miles tells Genki. Genki's happy to hear that Miles didn't <laughs> kill someone. <laughs> I love the hug, and then yeah. everyone's just watching him. He's like, "I uh, I got an iPad." <laughs> so, because yeah. remember back when that was a big thing. Remember when people treated iPads like PS fives, like it, like it was worth <laughs> hugging for. You know exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> the students are all called to assembly in the gym. And uh, as they make their way in there, they find out, hey, look, school is uh, canceled because there's a war going on. School's out for civil war. And so Miles, everyone's like, oh, okay. And Miles is just like, this is the best news. This is two pieces of good news in one day. This is incredible. I can go be Spider-Man now. And Genki's like, not only that, you can join the Ultimates. And Spider-Man's like, what? <laughs> Genki is all in on this idea, specifically on Spidey's catchphrase being Sacagawea. Sacagawea! Sacagawea! <laughs> Obviously influenced by <laughs> Cap giving the greeting to everyone he sees. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Miles thought- told him about that, and he's like, Jesus, we really gotta... We really gotta- we got to do something about that. Like, it's like I was. If, it's like if he's he, if he's not going to stop doing it, there has to be brand synergy between all of you on the same team. Exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was just thinking that they were fans of Doctor Who, and they were like, you know, Geronimo is a good name. Why don't we do There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Next, you know, it's going to be Pocahontas. You know, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's going to be Thor's battle cry. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And so, Miles begins making his way to the Triskelion and we get that great moment of him like webbing to a jet not really knowing how to disembark how to disengage and stick the landing and we see him fucking hit a window and roll across as the agents are watching him butt slide baby incredible it's that moment in and again, we keep making reference into the Spider Verse when he is attached with Peter and he hits the bus and is slowly yeah. dragging across. And <laughs> yeah. he gives the kid like the little like nod before hey, he gets stop. <laughs> hold off. It's up? so good. So Spidey's like, "Hey, hi, I'm Spider Man. I want it." And they just open fire on him, and he webs them all up, slips on a puddle because he is a child. Uh-huh. Lands on his <laughs> ass. Bum, bum, <laughs> and then he is comes face to face with the real ultimate Captain America. Uh huh. Be like in all his glory <laughs> in the best Ultimate Cap costume. Period. There we go. Uh yeah, yeah. It's a great costume. So it's good. a great redesign. It re- there's something about like the more I get away from it, the more I like it. The more I like like the no wings to dis you know. Uh, yeah. Associate him from like the main line. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Solid choice. Yeah, I like it a lot. So he's and Miles says, "I want to be an ultimate, sir. I'm ready." And we just get this look from Cap. Yeah. Uh, chapter sixteen, uh, we see that there have been uh, some updates. Uh, the <laughs> state of Wyoming <laughs> is now unknown. <laughs> Just, we don't know what's happening there. What Project um, Pegasus is there, but... We, uh, we do know that. And yeah. that is probably a problem. The fact yeah. that it's there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember what's going on there. I Listen, I'm going to be honest. I tried to reread the other stuff. <laughs> it 
so fucking bad. I got like four pages in. I was like, I hate this. I can't do it. <laughs> in there. Uh, the Great Lakes states have now become the Great Lakes Alliance, an independent nation unto themselves. Uh, the Eastern Seaboard Control Zone has instituted an antimatter no fly zone. And over here in California, Oregon, and Washington, we're now the West Coast Nation. West Coast, best coast. West Coast, an best independent coast. nation of our own. Uh, uh, there is an area of urban unrest in the middle of the ocean, apparently. Uh, <laughs> out, out, out of like, out of like Florida, and like I almost the fell Gulf back there. in my chair. I didn't even notice that. I don't know what that's about. So. That's the Tolokans. That's what. That's, that's, oh shit! That's where oh, Namor shit. is. That's, 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 that is, that's the fucking Tolokans. <laughs> I don't recall if we ever see an ultimate Namor, but I'm just going to assume he is Tanakwerta. There is an ultimate Namor. Yeah, we have seen is. ultimate Namor. Yeah, I know. believe you. He was in Ultimate Fantastic Four. He was also in Ultimatum. Yes. Remember, because uh, I believe you, because because Doctor Doom is killed right in front of him because Doom uh, kidnaps him and then puts him in a fucking tube, yes. <laughs> and then gets killed right in front of him. You know, I think that's the last time we see Ultimate anymore. There you go. <laughs> I it's just like before <laughs> with Ultimate Doctor Strange, I'm just going to say that he is now Tanakwerta. Retcon, baby. Retcons, retcons. And when we relaunch the Ultimate Universe, this is going to be the version of Namor that we have. Deal. I I just can't wait for that fucking movie next week. I know. So, I'm so ready. I Doing the research for the Namor episode next week, oh. Namor's fucking wild. Okay? Yeah, yeah, Namor's wild. Yeah. wild He's been through bullshit. a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. He's a it's wild incredible. Um... Require Namor reading, listeners. Uh, all uh, X Men Red. First off, um, shit. What was it? What was it? Invaders, the most yep. recent Invader series, which was by Zadarsky, uh, Magno, and Geis. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, telling the story of Namor, the Mad King. I fucking love uh-huh. it. Uh, also, uh, I think it's called the Submariner. Uh, uh, fuck, beneath depths or something like that. It was drawn by Assad Ribic. Uh, yes. It's from like 2005. It's yeah. horror, and it's it's I just remember. a horror. Movie. Yeah, it's just a, it's alien, but Namor is the alien. But Namor is the alien. It's so fucking cool. awesome. What? It's so an amazing. awesome little miniseries. It's, it's five a horror issues, comic, and oh, it's fuck is that? it's the first it's time I saw Assad Ribic stuff. Really and it's excellent. Wow. Wow. Interesting. It's so sick. Yeah, great, so... great book. It um, is. Okay. Also, the current book is really good. That first issue was really strong. I thought so too. I thought so too. I'm probably gonna wait until it's collected because yeah. I'm not like invested in Namor as much as a character unless he's like doing something unless like invaders. Yeah. But like also uh classic defenders, go check them out. Classic defenders, yeah, uh yeah. the current Avengers run, which follows up on which starts off the stuff that was picked up in Invaders and then follows up on the stuff from Invaders. And gives him his redemption arc, which is really and gives fun. him his redemption arc. Yeah. Really good stuff. It's really fucking cool. Also, uh, if you want to check out the uh, the, the the archive um, Namor comics with uh, the the original Human Torch, the OG stuff, yeah, the OG stuff. If you can get a chance, Marvel's those first are superhero, fuck, yeah, Marvel's first superhero, Namor the Indeed. first. Yeah, huh? mm-hmm. that's great. So we My cut guys. to New York City, chapter sixteen, City of Dreams. 
If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Except you can't make it out of the goddamn city because it's under martial law. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) You heard it. There's nothing you can't do except leave the city. Except for walk across the goddamn street to get a slice of pizza. <laughs> it's all pizza rats time, baby. Exactly. Barricades can't keep him out. Can't keep him out of here. Uh, we see Jefferson trying to get home. And Jefferson. this is... Uh, <laughs> Jefferson. 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 Uh, this is really... Actually, you know what? You know it would be really interesting to make him Blue Marvel? Uh, I can't remember his name. The actor who played Jefferson Pierce in Black Lightning. He'd be great. Oh, fuck. Cress? Uh, Cress Williams? Yes, Cress Williams. He'd be perfect for it. Perfect Blue Marvel. Because, hey, guess what, everybody? Black Lightning. Still fucks. Another fucking perfect show. Still good. Still good. It lost itself a little bit towards the end. It got kind of just in that last season. But really, just in that last season. The other three this seasons was peak comic book television. Excellent. Uh, the best Wayne Brady thing I've ever seen. So good. Wayne the best Brady Wayne Brady's terrifying. The, the best Wayne Brady thing outside of Who's Line. It's so good. No, I, I think it's even better than Who's Line. Fucking t- making know. that Wayne Brady is so good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Wayne Brady and Chappelle show is still like my top favorite thing at this. He's point. great. That is, He's that great. Is, Funny. The, the, the right. top three, we'll say. The, the top four is, of is Wayne Brady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's lying? Black Lightning and Dave Chappelle show. show. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so Jefferson tries to get across the barricade because he's trying to go home, and the cops say, oh no, a colored person trying to cross a line? Uh-huh. Gotta throw him in prison. Not in my America. <laughs> <laughs> they detain him, throw him in the back of the paddy wagon, and this is when we get an artist shakeup. We bring yep. in Pepe Larraz. Yes. Who has been crushing it in the Krakoan era. It's really interesting to see Pepe stuff here because I don't like it as much. <laughs> it, it's not as good. It's, it's not as it's still very, great. It's still Pepe Laraz. It's still Pepe Laraz. It's not as refined as it but is. But he's Krakoan gotten era, so sure. good. Yeah. yeah. He also makes Captain America look like a literal giant compared to Miles. Yes. I love that. Yeah. It makes him look like the height difference between like the Juggernaut and Wolverine, which yeah. should be a lot. It should be yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sarah Haley Finn, Marvel casting head. Mm-hmm. Wolverine mm-hmm. should be short. Mm-hmm. Maybe Eric around Wolverine. Hashtag five Eric. five. Hashtag Rocky. Possibly half Filipino. Hashtag I mean, Eric for Wolverine. Just a couple checklists. Just off the top of my head. Hashtag MCU Wolverine. Eric for Wolverine. Just a <laughs> So at that very moment, and I love the progression of these three panels at the bottom, we see one of the helicarriers slowly, suddenly turn. It start heading towards the Triskelion, and then it just crashes straight into the building. Fucking incredible. Excuse me, it's actually called a Quinn carrier? What the fuck ever? So Because, uh, because there's no such thing as Quinn jets anymore. It's Quinn carriers now. So the building is attacked. And Miles <laughs> immediately jumps into action. However, he finds himself face to face with a Hydra man. With the Gorgon. Is he Gorgon? Specifically? He says he's Gorgon. Let the last words he hears be Gorgons. I thought that oh, was more of just like an ideological thing. Uh, nah, he's the Gorgon. That's why he's got the, the mask that has like the fucking knots in the back that look kind of like dreads, but it's from the mask. He's oh, the Gorgon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's yeah. the Gorgon, baby. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
So Gorgon opens fire on uh, on Cap and Miles. Miles gives him the most satisfying whack with an upwards kick. Hell yeah. That hurt his foot to do. Hell yeah. I love that when he physically hits people, it always hurts him because he's still a kid. He's still a baby boy. And so battle <laughs> commences. It is chaos. Uh, it's Miles and Cap versus Gorgon. Eventually, they are able to defeat him and apprehend the rest of Hydra here. Just in time for the rest of the Ultimates to arrive. Uh, the Ultimates including Thor, Iron Man... And the girl in a league of her own. Yeah! Spider Woman is back, baby! Yes! Jessica Drew is here! Just in time for a press conference. They are going to bring in Miles. Miles is lying to his parents on where he is, uh, which is, you know, he's able to get away with because the city is locked down and no one can get anywhere. What, what what's he what's what's he calling on? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> because I didn't notice it until right now. Me too. I didn't notice it until Me literally too. you just brought it up. He's Same. using Iron Man's glove as a cell phone. And I, I thought it was fucking weird that like Iron Man's just missing a glove. I, I like, noticed so that too. I yeah. noticed that. Yeah, I, I didn't it, notice I didn't that what like... he was calling on was a glove. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. It's like that. It's like that new symbol with like doing the phone symbol where it's just like where you stick out your pinky and thumb. You can't do that, but now it's just now it's just your palm and a hand, you know, and everything. That's it. That's where this started. It started right here. Ultimate Tony Stark's a real get smart looking motherfucker. He's he's just he's he's a real mensch, is that Tony Stark. That ultimate Tony Stark. He's a real something. This armor is bad though. It looks stupid. It looks really because they were trying to make it look like the extremist armor and it just doesn't look good. But like yeah. more angular or something. There's a it's weird like concave dumb. around the arc reactor. Ugh, I don't like awful. it. Looks dumb. It's so dumb. They're like, what if the extremist armor, but with the original ultimate Iron Man helmet? Speaking of extremist armor, you see that Marvel <laughs> Legends? Looking good. Looking good, baby. Looking real good. I can't believe how many Iron Man figures I'm buying this year because I just I just ordered the the one for the current run because I love that armor. That armor is great. I think it's maybe my favorite modern armor that he has. Like Same. it's fucking perfect. Though I might shell out for that uh that Iron Man. I'm definitely yeah, getting Ultimate I'm, Cap. That's a non that's a non Yeah, I gotta get Ultimate Cap. That's gotta go with the caps that I have. But yeah, I'm I'm like that extremist. Yeah. It's sick. Speaking of cap. Cap's holding a press conference because he has been elected president by the people of the United States of America. President Steve Rogers. It was inevitable. We knew we were going to get here. Uh Uh-huh. That's upsetting. (laughs) I think it's more upsetting for me. It's more upsetting for me now that you made the Pence uh comparison <laughs> it's really upsetting yeah the thought yeah uh chapter 17 uh we now have an update of the shield situation map really just three zones now mm-hmm. our uh our west coast nation was unfortunately dissolved i because... i did speak to all the other negroes too and we all we all decided <laughs> to chill out there's still there's still there's, two spots of urban unrest. Yeah, there's still a couple. Yeah, the word hasn't gotten up there yet. It, it's coming though. 
<laughs> even though even though the the ocean is the area of urban unrest now that's what they've declared. that's right there's no like specific spot so it's just yeah, the entire ocean ocean yeah, yeah. exactly hey the you know what? are pissed i couldn't reach them in time they pissed you know what neighbors <laughs> always pissed though like, that's true. let's just be honest if if there if there was a picture next to urban unrest it would be namor's picture <laughs> this is a picture of Tanok. It's just him fighting police officers in New York, which is a real thing that happened in the comics. Tune in this Wednesday to hear more. Yes, it did. Um, yes, it did. Yeah, that's so thing. now Namor has always been a cab, and that's he's fucking always been a cab. It's, it's, been, it's awesome. the best. Right up. It's just the best. Uh, except specifically for police officer Betty Dean, who needs to make uh-huh. him come back ASAP. Uh huh. Yes. You know what? Betty Dean should be in Wakanda forever. <gasps> I'm just gonna say it. That'd be Betty sick. Dean. Just That'd be great. even just a mention would be really nice. That'd be sick. Um, so keep your ears out for Betty Dean when you go see Wakanda Forever next week. Uh, if they did it, Marvel give me money, or don't <laughs> give me money, just make me Wolverine. Uh, yes. Hashtag Eric for Wolverine. I will, I will accept it. Uh, so wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. We do have tap. to come up with roles for us then. Yes. What? what? Of course. Obviously. I don't know what Jacob. Who who do you want to be cast as in a in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? I want to be the body double for Howard the Duck. That's what I want to be. Just the body it's, double. You don't I, want to be on screen. Double. I don't even want. I don't Eric, even want I, a character specific. I just want to be Howard the Duck as the body guy. Eric, go with me here. I think Jacob should just be Howard the Duck, right? I agree. I think Personally. he should just be Howard the Duck. But Seth, Seth Green is already voicing this character, hey, and buddy, I kind of like buddy, him. Buddy, I want to tell you this: Seth Green has enough fucking money. Yeah, he doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He well, need we it like Seth we need Green it. and Bill Murray in a room again together, and then uh, you take the role. Oh, fuck. What a weird thing that was. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. We're not getting Google into it, it here. <laughs> what I don't even know what this is. What a is. weird thing. What a weird thing. What is the what? Okay. Okay, so, yeah. We'll, so we'll tell you, Malcolm, what's your I gotta look this up. What's your role in the MCU? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Do, do we go far enough to say you're Nick Fury Jr.? He can be no. comics uh, accurate. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Sync. Make me Fuck sync. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. Fucking rules. Yeah. Dude, I would pay money to see that. And sync fucking rules, and he gets team. to kiss Laura. I, what? What? <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you say? You would need <laughs> to be on a team. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, Let's so there's there's three zones <laughs> okay. left in the U.S. I guess that's uh, not the happening. Eastern Seaboard Control Zone, the Great Lakes Alliance, which is still holding strong, even though it's got two uh, areas of urban unrest, and then Wyoming is still status unknown. Which I, I, don't, don't make sense because there ain't no black people up there. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking? Chicago. Illinois yeah, is part of the Great Lakes yeah. Alliance. Yeah, you 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 are right. You right there. But everywhere else on there, nope. There's two points. <laughs> I'll give you Chicago. There ain't nobody else. So we cut to this is chapter 17. Miles in the middle of nowhere. He has no <laughs> idea what's going on. <laughs> Fucking quoting finding Nemo. He sees a uh, a Quinjet, tries to go after it. No webs left. He just wants to go home. Both quotes both uh, Finding Nemo as well as the uh, Jaden Smith Karate Kid in one <laughs> scene. Oh my god! I want to go home. 
I love how hard Jaden Smith really loves Miles Morales. I do too. I think it's impressive. I think it's kind of really fucking awesome that he loves because he knows like, listen, if they started putting Miles into like shit like when he debuted, it would have been Jaden's role, and he, he realizes that. Like, no question, he has recognition to that, and I kind of appreciate it. So we cut to four hours ago, Helicarrier one, uh, twenty miles outside Casper, Wyoming. Uh, and we have fucking dark-haired Hawkeye all of a sudden uh, giving yeah. orders to everybody. Yeah. He's hashtag not my Hawkeye. And, yeah. and so we see that he has a, a, a t- little team assembled. He's got Falcon, Invisible Woman, which automatically means they're going to win the conflict. Goddamn uh, wait, right. Real quick, I, I, it, I'm glad you pointed it out because I honestly thought it was Cyclops. I, I, I thought it was the <laughs> I really no. don't. Jacob was, Cyclops I, is dead. Cyclops is dead. He was, was killed at the end of Ultimatum. Remember? No, Shot I don't. Shot in the head by Quicksilver. No yeah. clue. Hawk. Had yeah. no idea. No clue. But yes, he, he's a spitting image of Scott Stum- Scott Summers. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That's a pretty good Scott Summers costume. Yeah. Right. I hadn't actually thought about that, but like that That's could work what, as a Scott Summers. Not enough blue. Work? Not enough blue. Replace the red oh, with the okay. blue, and you've got me in. All right. Fair okay. enough. I respect okay. it. Uh, so we see that uh, Jessica and Miles are teamed up, regardless of whether they like it or not. Why does Jessica look so big? <laughs> also, yeah, why is she so much older than him all of a sudden? And also, what her, what's her fucking problem? I don't understand why all of a sudden, because she didn't have a problem with him last time she saw him. No. And then all of a sudden, she has a problem with him. But for some reason, she's like, this fucking kid. <laughs> it's like, I don't like it. This is this is the this is the problem sometimes with Bendis is he forgets like certain character interactions have happened before. Yeah. And then he kind of like retcons shit to fit the story that he's currently telling. A little bit. Yeah. It's it's he plays fast and loose with continuity, especially between character relationships. It's it's a problem with being on stuff for so long. Like that's which fair. I guess you know what, to be fair, is never gonna be a thing again, is it? Never going to be a thing again. With any creators. Who's going to have a long running run anymore? I would love for this current Nightwing run to be the exception. But Fuck me too. Oh, with God. how much people are giving him grief over it, I don't think it's going to. I I hope it lasts forever. I do too, um, because it's a good series. Because it's it's the best. It's one of the two best things that DC is publishing right now. It's, it's that and World's Finest. World's Those Finest. World's Finest. World's finest. Uh, quick, the world's uh, quick shout out to Joshua Williamson and Jamal Campbell doing Superman. Fucking can't January. wait, dude. That's going to be um, sick. That shit just dropped with no fanfare. I didn't find out about it. Like, he announced it like Are early yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say. I didn't find out about no. it until this morning. No, it was announced at New York Comic Con. Really? Yeah. Didn't hear about it. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't was announced at New York Comic Con. Yeah. Didn't hear about yeah. it until literally today. Mm hmm. It's because um, they, they announced that, but then made a lot of press about what's going on with action comics, which is yeah. really interesting. It's, like, yeah. it's really interesting that that was what took over the news. Yeah. For some so reason. So we get the Battle of Wyoming, uh, where we see the remaining separatists, the remaining huh. Hydra soldiers. Wyoming. Have... Wyoming. Wyoming, why I say why not Oming? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. That's it's what I think of every time I hear that. Steve Martin just fucking rolled, dude. What the fuck? I'm in the back. <laughs> I'm in the back. Boo. Uh, so we see uh, 
Hydra rolling up with their tanks, with their stolen shield weaponry, along with some giant women. And I'm not just saying that because they're tall. They are literally women on the giant man formula. They're giant women. Yeah, it's the one thing that the Separatists did right. (laughs) Uh, They're also accompanied by a legion of war machines, which is terrifying to think about. Yeah. Uh can't wait for Armor Wars the now movie, baby. Yeah. Yeah, be... that's kind of a disappointment. I disagree. I disagree. Because obviously they just wanted to tell one story, and I'm tired of now that we've gotten a Disney Plus series that is an actual TV show, I don't want to regress to the six hour movie format. I would much rather if they're just going to make a movie story to make it a movie instead of trying to stretch it out across six hours. I guess that's fair. Can't wait for Daredevil, the fucking 85 episode. Eight, you know what? After what I saw in <laughs> She-Hulk, give me 95 episodes. I don't give God a fuck. damn. Give me more of it. Just tell the entire Mark Wade run. 100 I will, episodes. It will that. be my God. magnum opus Damn. to be involved with that show. He said, is. this is my design. It's like, this is <laughs> blind the man's animal. design. Oh my God. Damn. So the battle's raging. Uh, meanwhile, in Brooklyn, now three hours ago, we see Jefferson in custody with two other guys. Uh, the shield van is assaulted uh, by Hydra separatists. And real quick, um, it was implied in the last uh, in the last issue when Jefferson was picked up that these were just like racist cops. I don't know why he was all of a sudden found himself in shield custody. I think it's really weird, but maybe that's just yeah. Weird. But the uh, the Hydra guys break them out. They're like, "Huh, hey brother, we're uh, we're we're just like you. We're here out here to cause some urban unrest." Mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. the uh, the two shield <laughs> agents that were uh, driving the car, bound and ready to be executed. They're like, "Don't you want to make a difference?" And they go to give him a gun. It's so uncomfortable, bro. You know what's uncomfortable that I found really comfortable for a weird reason? The panel of what looks like Jefferson stroking the gun. I know it's supposed to be an illustration of him reaching for it. Oh, I know, but the but way it's, that the fingers are placed, it just looks like he's stroking it. It kind of looks like he's stroking it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a weird, weird framing. Oh man, I can see that. But then the Hydra that. guys execute the Shield guys, and they a look bye puppy dog. And the terror on Jefferson's face is palpable. Back to the Battle of Wyoming. Uh, the battle continues to rage. Jessica hates Miles again for no reason that we can discern. And then uh, at a certain point, we cut back to Brooklyn, where Rio is able to get through the uh, through the blockade to her home and finds Jefferson there with the gun. And Jefferson is shaken. You could tell something fucked up happened. Mm-hmm. Back on the battlefield, uh, Miles is able to take down one of the uh, one of the war machines as it's going for cap and let's just let's just call a spade a spade here cap's an asshole for just flying above the battle with a giant flag just <laughs> waving on his fucking air bike yep it, it reminds like me he's a blasting some folks about flag. <laughs> exactly. yeah. just over his speaker system 
it reminds me of a lot of these guys with their trucks and they have like the American yes. flag uh-huh. on the back of their trucks. Or, like, 100%. That's exactly uh-huh. what it feels like. Yeah, it's- that's his Ford F-150. Like, yes. <laughs> it's a sky with Ford a lift F- kit. Also, also, yeah, if you're doing, if you're going to be doing that shit, we know why you're doing that shit. It's because you're putting the flag there because you you know for the fact that you're hiding because you really want to put, I really want to put the Trump flag that I got out there, but everybody keeps making fun of me because Trump didn't win. I was like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly why. You mm-hmm. putting the flag there is no excuse. So fuck you, you separatist piece of shit for, for putting that there instead because we know what you're trying to do. You're, Preacher, the, brother. you're hiding behind the flag instead of actually truly to you know it, 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 it pisses me off. That's why I Preacher, brother. We got a, we got a lot of that shit in, in our city. A yes. lot of that shit. Yes, we do. It's it's, it's so rough bad. living in conservative Arizona. It's, it is. It's not so good. This isn't even it's like rough. the most conservative city in the city. Nope. This, no, not, it, not no, at all. It's not it's like and it's not even like it's just oh, just we get a so lot upset. of that. Because ever yeah. since ever since the uh, ever since 2020, everyone's just like, well, I can't put up my Trump thing, so I gotta put the flag there, obviously, because I'm all about America. Yeah. It's like, no, no, we know what you're doing. Yeah, you're don't, all don't, about shutting the try to... fuck up, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, I, I I don't miss that about living in Arizona for sure. No. <laughs> anyway, Cap's an asshole. Anyway, Cap's an yeah. asshole. Sorry. Uh, and this, this is a big moment in the crossover too. Like this is treated like a big moment. And that's why we just get a slice of it here, and it, it's too much. It's all too much. <laughs> and <laughs> like just like in the last big old crossover, Spider-Man saves his fucking life uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. And uh, for all I know, that's still again Frank Castle in that war machine armor. They never say it isn't. So uh, Spider-Man <laughs> takes on this uh, this war machine slams him into one of the giant women and then crashes far away from the battlefield where he stays the night apparently <laughs> he just wants to go home he's just laying there hopefully unconscious as the sun sets and rises again and it's the next day chapter 18 we cut back uh to Ganky just watching the footage and of- dave marquez and Dave Marquez is back Marquez. as well. We cut back to Marquez. Uh, watching the footage of the battle, we see that uh, Genki sees Miles save Cap, though a little bit of artistic liberties there, uh, from the war machine. And then we cut back to Wyoming, specifically the Wisconsin Flatlands, hours later. Miles is wandering through the uh, Flatlands and finds himself uh, possibly an ally making his way over to her and it is not an ally it's a giant woman and <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> dude she's attractive again dave marquez draws very pretty people yeah it's a problem and the the angle that he i realize that from a perspective it's important to draw her from that angle but that angle yeah. doesn't help either no no <laughs> bro no it doesn't and so she's giant enticing and so giant woman goes after miles and uh it's it's kind of funny the second panel of the next page of just miles just like running with this giant woman chasing after him yeah yeah going all fee fi fo fum she's gonna fucking kill him it's kind of awesome she grabs miles miles venom blasts her just to get her to let him go and then he continues to run does the camouflage somehow she still sees him 
I don't know how that works. Uh, I think there's a good scientific reason, actually. Give it to me. The yeah. light reflecting off of him or the light, you know, the, the way that his camo is working with bending the light, but also because her eyes are bigger, they're going to be able to see better. You know what? I'll allow it. That Scientific reasons. To me. Boom, Scientific baby. Reasons. Yes. Yeah. She grabs this man and just fucking slams him down. He is unconscious. Yeah. It's kind of uh, fucked up. We cut like, to it's a kid. Yeah, it's fucked up. Really? We cut to the Morales apartment in Brooklyn where oh god, Jefferson. Rio. <laughs> yes, Rio's a baddie. We know this. Oh my god. Uh, where Jefferson recounts the events uh, watching the Hydra men gun down these helpless uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Jefferson does take the gun and then he guns down the Hydra guys with some startling efficiency. It's it is interesting. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's because, you know, we stated earlier he had his gang phase and who knows. But he There's reasons. Crack shot is Jefferson Davis. Yeah. And so he is able to uh escape. He plays a lot of Call of Duty. Plays a lot of Call of Duty. Hey, Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. I hear it's a good game. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll never know. I'll <laughs> never know. I hear it's but a good game. <laughs> he basically te- he's terrified of having done what he did and rio basically says look i know you went through traumatic events we are going to address this but we need to find our child right now uh we cut back to wyoming where miles is being just carried across the flatlands by this giant woman and how does he not slip out of her hands like that because anytime i hold something like that it slips out of my hand she got good grip strength my guy fuck i guess so (laughs) fuck up uh, Miles is able to venom blast her again to let him go. He then venom blasts her ankle to bring her down just enough so that he can sure you can her. Fucking right smart face. kid. It's so smart. Cool. He's played a lot of video games. He's played he a knows. lot of video He's games. He's like, I played Shadow of the Colossus on PS2. I know how to handle this. <laughs> he also was a big fan of Jackie Chan adventures because he goes, Jackie Chan, yeah. Hell yeah. He does. He does indeed. Who I wasn't a fan it. of Jackie Chan adventures? One of the greatest <laughs> cartoons the of all time. Best. One of the best dude. cartoons I've ever seen. Hell yeah. Speaking of one greatest of, of all cartoons. time, this third panel, this middle panel in this page <laughs> is hysterical <laughs> because Miles knocks out the giant woman. She falls back. Miles lands. And then it's just a panel of Miles in between her gigantic boobs. It's hilarious. <laughs> Again, 13 years old. It's like this huh. kid is fucking living, I guess. He's living a life. He's living something. And so he turns around to see uh two military jeeps driving up, and uh Jessica's in one of them. She jumps out, gives him a hug, and she's like, Look, hey, look, I know we're not cool and miles is like i still don't know why we're not cool she's like no, that's not a party i gotta call the president um but she gives a very specific report back where she says the man who saved the president's life is fine this is very much mirroring the scene in the first iron man movie uh when they rescue yes. tony oh and, yeah and roadie says that next time he's taking the humdum humvee or whatever yeah <laughs> like, he's like you're riding in mine yeah yeah, it's it's very much that scene, uh, which I appreciate that. That's a nice. I parallel. do too. It's great. 
back in New also, York again, City. She's so big compared to him. I don't know why. I don't understand that either. I really but don't. But I kind of like the idea of her being like really tall. Yes. Yeah. I'm 100%. kind of really about that. That's kind of awesome. 100%. Give me 6'3", six, 6'4", six, Jessica Drew. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds fucking rad. Ooh, hot. Okay. Uh, back in New York City. New York City. City of dreams. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. Except not be attacked in New York City. Yeah, exactly. Except Jesus Christ, does New York City have just a bad track record, huh? So a shield van is making its way to Brooklyn where uh, they are going to be dropping miles off at home. Uh, Jessica basically tells him, like, look, this is your backstory. You were at the Borough Park Library. It was where shield congregated refugees in the area. No one could get in or out. They just let you out. As long as your parents weren't there, you should be good. And she is continuing to just not tell him why she has a problem. And I don't like it. I don't know why. I understand if you're trying to like keep it from the reader for a reveal later on down the line. But I don't like it. If it's not the case. Um, yeah, I don't get it. But she parts with him on tentatively peaceful terms. And we find uh, the Jeffersons or the Moraleses. Either way. Uh, there you go. The Moraleses. <laughs> knock on the door of Genki's family. And Genki won't tell them where he is until Miles shows up. Gives them the alibi. It sticks. And Jefferson is like, we let's let's go home. Let's go home. And Rio mentions like he fought some of the terrorists. And Miles is super about it. He's like, dude, that's so fucking cool. And Jefferson is not having a good time. Hey, remember this for next week, because there's a weird continuity issue here. Anyway. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Uh, which brings us to the final chapter of this week, 16.1. Yes. So apparently, while all this is going on, this is also happening. I like to think that this is sort of after. But then why is it 16.1 and not 18.1? Because that's just the way it is. (laughs) You know what? Airtight argument. I can't argue with that. Yeah, exactly. so, because, because because point one comics are stupid in the first place. That's they are. So we see later. that they are uh, they are showing footage of the Aaron Davis and Spider Man battle, and somehow, some way, this fucking camcorder recording fuck who was nowhere near either of these two somehow heard the dying uttering of Aaron Davis. Yeah. Say, how about that? You are just like me. With grainy footage of what looks like an African-American Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And who's watching this footage? Miss Brandt. Miss Brandt. Miss Brandt. We cut to the Daily Bugle, Midtown Manhattan where uh, everyone's pitching ideas for what is now, you know, a post-Civil War uh, Ultimate Universe. And Brant brings up, I think there's a connection between Spider-Man and Aaron Davis. And I'm going to expose him. And Robbie's like, what the fuck you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, She's like, well, I mean, they're both African-American. He's like, Mr. Brant. Did I gotta tell you that not all of us are fucking related? 
He's like, am I the first person to tell you this? You are a grown ass woman. <laughs> she does try to be like, no, 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 no. They're obviously familiar with each other. They're they're obviously they 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 know each other just from this ten I don't seconds know. of footage. I saw them fist bumping across the street. I'm pretty certain they're related. God, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I love I love how fucking offensive it came off. It's so funny. It's so funny. Incredible stuff. Ultimate Betty Brant sucks. She does. <laughs> Thankfully, you know who doesn't suck. Goddamn Ultimate J. Jonah Jameson. And Ultimate Ben Urich. Which I mean, Marquez draws pretty people. We've been talking about it the whole he time. He does. God, God damn, damn Ben Urich. God damn. God damn Ben Urich. Uh so they basically argue about the uh, the importance of the story. Jonah says, look, you don't have anything right now. You have ideas. Come back to me when you have something. And we see Betty start to ask questions going around. She uh, this this scene with an officer Maddox, I think, is very interesting mm-hmm. because it is heavily implied that she is trying to exchange sexual favors for information yeah and i don't like Mm -hmm. this we've established that betty is kind of a bad person yep uh also there's like a um there's a another brian uh brian mendes like arrestee that's true that's true true. look at that giant ass rocket raccoon (laughs) i was guarding her that's all i was doing i did not hit her i did not (laughs) (laughs) oh hi peter (laughs) <laughs> oh hi quill that's it's fucked great. up it's great listen uh, he would have been going... really good as rocket raccoon actually. that would have been hilarious <laughs> that would have been really fun that would have been, been hilarious the, the you're tearing me version. apart yondu <laughs> uh, we see that uh, betty is Groot. Able... <laughs> hi Groot uh, we see that so Betty is nice. able to get into Aaron's old apartment and while looking around finds the spider. Mm-hmm. The spider. Which I just, maybe it's just because I don't fuck with spiders, but it's very unsettling just to see it. I don't like it. I think it's because you don't fuck with spiders. It's, it's a, that's probably it. And I wear that proudly. Uh, we cut to <laughs> somewhere in New Jersey. At Roxon Industries, where Betty Brandt is talking to a person we haven't seen in a little bit. Uh-huh. Dr. Marcus. Uh-huh. Who we saw oh, at the beginning of this run. Very beginning, working with Norman Osborne on the spider replication project to try and get a new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He you know, the thing that doesn't make any sense continuity-wise. Anyway. No, no sense whatsoever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Marcus is basically like, he gives her the information, then is like, but it didn't work. Like, we couldn't figure out anything. He's like, wait a second. This spider, there's a new spider. Did it work? And it's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Why do you think she's here? It's not hard to figure out, bro. Uh, So, Brant leaves, and then we get this real creepy shot of her taking a picture on her tablet of jefferson as they're making their way home uh and she incorrectly comes to jonah and says jefferson davis is spider-man jefferson davis is the new spider-man 
She's such an asshole. She sucks. Oh. And she Jonah sucks. brings up rightly, like, what is the surf? Like, we already lost to Spider-Man. You just want to out this guy because it's a story? Not only are you going to make people lose faith in Spider-Man by giving him an actual identity, you're also going to ruin this guy's life. Even if it is this guy, which the circumstances are very shaky at best. And she's basically like, fine, I'll go find someone who will pay me enough. Because she, the shitty thing is she comes to Jonah and she says, uh, you and I right now need to work out our financial differences. And I hate that shit. I love that he's like, we have financial differences. Ugh, it's so good. Jonah is the best. Jo- Ultimate Jonah is a fucking great. Look at this character arc that he's taken. Yeah. yeah. Like, Where he's here and he's like, shit. listen, what does this serve? At the end of the day, let's say you're right. All that means is that New York loses a hero and this guy's life is ruined and his family is ruined. Like what, what, what a great character journey that he's taken. Complete 180 from the scoop, desperate uh, newspaper man that he was at the beginning of the Peter Parker era. Yeah. It's incredible. And so Betty's basically like, fine, I'll go and find someone else to pay me to tell the story. She fucking sucks. And so she's <laughs> she's on the phone with somebody uh, with her stuff, uh, getting into her apartment. Uh, apparently Ned Leeds uh, also exists here. Mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god like i know who spider-man is like you can get me a letterman all this shit she, she's a fame chaser yeah 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 it's terrible and she gets off the phone and she's about to start her brand new life when we hear a voice say trying to profit off of things that don't belong to you she turns around and is stabbed through the chest and the page turn reveal the final image that will leave you on this week. She didn't know what hit her. Betty's dead body being stood over by a figure that says, you really shouldn't do that. It's Venom. Venom. Adrenaline Venom. 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 I I don't know what the fuck's happening because this is clearly not or maybe it's not clear I don't think this is Eddie Brock because it's not hulking gigantic Venom the last time we saw Venom he was being carted off by fucking uh, Firefly this was why I thought it would be fun if we go ahead and read this now (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Make us wait a week for this. I hate you. I hate all of it. So I don't know how it's collected, but I imagine this has to be collected in the next volume. I imagine it has to be. I I think it is. Yeah. When I was looking at the uh, the stuff for this, it yeah. is. Uh, yes, yes, it is. It is collected there. Um, yeah, this is crazy. Woof. I am I am terrified. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Um we'll see. We'll find out. Uh but that is the end of this week's coverage. Uh gentlemen, what'd you think of this book and uh what was your favorite part? We'll go to Jacob first. Uh yeah, this is this is 
mirroring the times that we are living in right now and kind of like uh, it definitely felt like an alternative of what will happen the world outside your window exactly what could possibly happen <laughs> within a week right from from when we're doing this podcast right now so uh crazy this week's session you know so uh but uh i i loved i love the um I love the initiative and everything like that. This is also reflecting a lot of like Eric and I's like D and D like um, yeah. uh, campaign that we're doing right now. It's kind of crazy. We're right in the middle of we're kind of in the middle of like a big war that's going on right now in a battle, and uh, it's I love it. like this. And I'm playing like, Ultimate Captain America. Basically, it really, that's basically what it is. Wow, it's terrible. It's, it's really terrible. But specific, and, but specifically, I'm like a John Walker. Yeah. I'm playing yes. him as John Walker, not as They're, a Steve Rogers. Oh Very, boy! Feels like yes. um, U.S. agent. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh boy! Very interesting. This, but between a lot of this mirroring, like what's going on in like my life, you know, this is very like a really good volume. This was like really cool to see the the ramifications of what happens with uh, with his uncle and like I, I'm really glad to get more of like Jefferson's uh, input into this a little bit, into the story a little bit. It's, Agreed. It's kind of neat, and uh, yeah. Um, continuity wise this is still very uh, very brian michael vendis in the sense of like i don't know what time frame and what this is supposed to be happening but this happened so okay we'll just accept it as that um check it out listeners it's really good you'll you'll con it, it actually will help you deal with what's been happening recently in in uh in our world right now it kind of helped me out check it out malcolm I think this volume is really interesting. I, I think this is my least favorite volume of the Miles Morales run. Interesting. Uh, of the Bendis stuff, just because it's so messy with the crossover stuff. Um, later on, they figure out how to do the crossover stuff better with this book and okay. with this character and with the events going on. But I, I think that this volume is so messy just because of it. Um, it's, it's purely just because of the stink of the crossover. I think the crossover just sucks. Um, but otherwise, like, there's such really good moments in this. I mean... It's crazy that this is the same volume that, quote, sort of introduces us to, you know, introduces Miles to Aunt May and MJ. Yeah. When, uh, it's kind of wild that uh, that's just uh, such a far gone thing by the end of it. <laughs> oh, right. That happened at the beginning of this story and not like three weeks ago. You yeah. know, it's, it's it's interesting. Um, Favorite moment. I love the Jefferson stuff. I nice. really love the Jefferson stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Jefferson Davis is super interesting. Uh, yes. He's really interesting. Agreed. I'm excited to get more into him. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I dug this book. I think it is so far out of the three, not including Spider-Man, that we've read. It is probably my least favorite. But I think it's a solid story. Again, it is a little messy with the tie-in stuff, but I do love that... Miles immediately is kind of thrust into being part of the greater ultimate Marvel universe. Yeah, he's uh, thrust into the mess of it all. Yes, yeah. and him like not knowing where he fits in with that is really cool. Um, my favorite part, all the stuff with Gwen, May, and Mary. I think it's they're wonderful. I was not expecting them to be uh, in this. I wonder if they're going to continue to be a presence or if it was just for this to pass off the web shooters. But yeah, it was great to see them again. So that was the nice. web shooters. I forgot to say yeah. that that was my favorite. That was actually my favorite part. It was actually genuinely the, the you web forgot because we then went on a, a, a long tangent. 
Yes. While yes, we were we discussing did. those web shooters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, pick well, up exterminators, people. Well, this right. is such a the best. It's also a weird, it's also a weird moment to put in like this in this volume. Like yeah. it's such a very prominent, like very passage of like honor and stuff to give to this new Spider-Man. And you do it in yeah. the middle of this fucking civil war that's happening and everything. And you're yeah, like, it's okay. really weird. Timing. Timing. That's what it's about. Anyway. But yeah, so that is uh, all we have about Volume 3 of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. But uh, we've got some emails, which means uh, Malcolm. What time is it? Mail. 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 Time. Oh, he was being killed by Venom just now. Um, so <laughs> that was exactly what I was going for, actually. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That if you awesome. want to be part of the Geek Explained Book Club mailbag, make sure you send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com and put ultimate mailbag or book club mailbag in the subject header, and I will read it here. Uh, our first yeah. email yeah. comes to us from Bry, Bri. all the way from the Philippines. Bri. Nice to hear from Bry. What to uh, do, bro? What to do? Uh, Bry writes, Bry starts off his uh, his email by calling me out uh he <laughs> writes eric i must say i found it hilarious that you pronounced cibuano as though it was as though it were a cubano aka that sandwich that the chef movie made by john favreau put on a perfect cubano only... sandwich <laughs> yeah easily that very <laughs> filipino <Cubano> sandwich <laughs> as it's my only frame of reference i'm sure you're familiar <laughs> with cebu as a major region of the philippines it is i don't know why i so read it the funny. way i read it that is the fucking, so funny i'm an idiot really good. i don't know why i read it that way you are correct bry thank you for calling me out on my bullshit you are correct, um he writes, if you were to join DC today and the higher up said, okay, let's do what Marvel did in the early 2000s and do this ultimate universe shit. That's exactly how they'd say it too. In response to that, what character would you try to reinvent? And subsequently, what would you pitch for their legacy character story? Personally, I would love to see a story about Black Lightning and his daughters, Thunder and Lightning, and have it explore the culture in STEM and academia, respectively. I think his character as a school teacher could have some potential in exploring the world of academia and the politics of universities and education education, especially if it involves the role of education systems and the role of financial disparity and the minority's inability to access education due to bad government policies, such as redlining, gentrification, and events like Cabrina Green's situation that I learned, unfortunately, through pop culture. The reasoning for this idea was that I recently uh, read The Other Side of the DC Universe mini, and it was an excellent read. Hell yeah! By far, my favorite issues were the Black Lightning and Katana stories. Also, my favorite issues, though I did Hell love yeah. the uh, uh, Bubblebee and... And the question and the question issues yeah. as well um interesting question so he's basically asking if we did an ultimate universe story for dc what character would we take and how would we tell a legacy story with that um oh, i mean the easiest thing i think is to take a bat family story because there's so many legacy characters to tell with it but i am going to go and i think this is probably you know not exactly a uh, surprise i'm gonna go with a kyle rayner story i think nice. uh, doing an ultimate green lantern uh with the establishing of the green lanterns prior and it being you basically take kyle and you turn him into spider-man in that he is trying to keep a secret identity it's what they were doing with his initial run that's funny because yeah. they they're basically like what if green lantern but spider-man yeah. um i think kyle especially like a young year one Kyle I've been 
ladies and gentlemen, I have had a year one Kyle Rayner pitch in the can for a very long time. And so <laughs> I would probably kind of retrofit it to do like an ultimate DC version of that. So that's my pitch. What do you guys think? I like that. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really that's fantastic. Solid. I would, uh, First off, I'd like to make an argument that there sort of is an ultimate universe for DC, and that's what they did with the Arrowverse stuff. And, yeah. and also, I would say Earth oh, One yeah. as well. Earth, Earth One was supposed to be the ultimate. It was supposed universe. to be, yeah, yeah. But none of those things are connected, so right. <laughs> um, oh well. But I think what they did with the Arrowverse kind of works as like an ultimate universe for DC. Yeah, that's not. You're not wrong. Uh, yeah. Really yeah, strongly, yeah. actually. Um, uh, down to its own crossovers. Yep. Uh, but I think if I'm going to do, if I was going to do an ultimate thing and have it be about legacy, it would be Green Arrow, and it nice. would be with Connor. Connor, fucking nice. love me some Connor Hawk. Um, because I I love I love Green Arrow and I love everything surrounding that character, but I also really love Connor Hawk. Hell yeah! Uh, and I think it would be really cool to bring in Connor Hawk and have him take the place of his dad. You know, again kind of like what they were doing with the nineties run. Like that's, yeah. that's kind of the thing, you know, DC's the, done the best with the legacy stuff in the past, you in know, the 90s. Um, in the nineties, in the nineties, like there's so much of the good nineties was the decade before. of legacy. Yeah. Nineties and two thousands were the yeah. decade of legacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that would be really cool. Uh, Hey, you know, what also works for really good legacy stuff. Star girl. It's so true. It's <laughs> yeah. so true. That show is oh, yeah. just about legacy. It's so good. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's oh, so right. good. Jacob, what would be your pitch? Uh, so I would take um, the Blue Beetle idea. I knew you were going to say Blue Beetle. I, I have a feeling you were going to say Blue Beetle. And, yeah. and just Batman Beyond that, where basically you just have Ted Corby, old, grizzled Bruce Wayne, and then you get Jaime Ramirez as, uh, as pretty much the new, as Terry McGinnis, cool. where you're just pretty much just like, yeah. Uh, I would love the idea of like, it's just like, he has the suit. Um, he has the scarab beetle that actually turns into the suit, but he doesn't use it. He's always been like the old school, like yeah. um, night, night owl kind of style. And I, yeah, and that, I like so that way. When, so that way, when like, uh, like when this new kid comes around, he like trains him and he's like, I think you're ready for this. This is going to help you. And yeah. this is like, this is your training suit basically. And it's nice. this alien scarab thing that does that he's had since like the previous guy, the previous blue beetle before yes. him. Yeah. I thought it'd be something like that. Something with the question was also another idea of like doing like a new war, like Pulp Fiction kind of style, like Fuck. actual retro question, yeah, style, you know, very Spider-Man new war. Uh, uh, and also, Oh God, it was either that, that one or uh, what was the last one? Uh, the flash. Uh, do exactly what the Flash show is doing. All about but, legacy, yeah. But make it Wally West and make it that Barry is the the teacher in the wheelchair that's teaching him, but it is secretly Eobon Thawne as well. Ooh. The real the real Barry, yeah, the real Barry Allen, Allen is actually dead. So that would have been really cool if that's what they did in the show. Right? Yeah. Like that would have been fucking really cool. Really, really cool. That would be is just like to find out the hero that, would that be like so fun the city has been praising for so long and he's like in a wheelchair and he's just like, yes, thank you. And everything like that. Because that's such a Thawne plot. He gets to live as the flash. He finally gets to live as the flash. Flash. That's exactly what Thawne would do. Absolutely. That's That's a really, 
That's a really good reverse flash pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's dope as hell. I, I would know it's also like just a really easy thing to look at as an ultimate DC new Superman. Uh, you can yep. look at that book and yep. just treat it as an ultimate book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene Lun Yang and Victor Bogdanovich did incredible work, and we mm-hmm. I was ecstatic to see Keenan Kong show up in the uh, in the promo stuff reaction. Yeah. 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 Um, to see more those of jackets, baby. I want the one. Jackets are varied in quality for me. Varied in quality. Uh, but sorry to put a pin in this. Um, I actually do have to go. Um, I have to uh, take my boyfriend to his job real quick. Um, Jacob, we love you. I love you guys. Thank love you, you so much. Thank you so much for this. If you want, I'll do my outro here right now. If you want me to just do it. Go, and go I'm Jacob. <laughs> 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 go ahead, just gonna, we're just gonna leave <laughs> leave it at that uh here, here you go Wait, hold on and i'm jacob brown perfect okay. all right man all right buddy enjoy take care see you later take Bye. it easy but yeah i think uh honestly that's a I don't know if I just want to edit around that or just leave that as is. Um, Maybe just leave it as is. It's kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I think all of those are great pitches. Um, I I would be interested to see like what they do if just make it Earth Two. Just have an old a whole Earth Two line. It's the easiest thing. I I really wish that that's what the new Fifty Two was. Yeah. Agreed. I think that that would be a better. That would be a better choice for that entire, for lack of a better term, experiment. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. Have it had been like, oh yeah, it's, it's all basically just the ultimate universe. Right. But then they messied it up so much by trying to, you know, incorporate such align mainline it. continuity stuff and then align yeah. it. And now we're still in the new 52 continuity, but it's all so messy as far as like, what, what is it? You know, it's, it's, it's messy, but yeah, yeah I, I wish they had just done that. I love the ultimate universe, man. I think it's great idea there lots of great potential yeah uh next email comes from jacob goodhart uh we jacob. exchanged one jacob for another yep it's true uh he writes hey explain podcast glad you guys like the commission i have it framed that's he's talking about the uh, invincible mm-hmm. and deku commission yeah that we last week Super yeah it's good. good shit dude says i have it framed and hanging in my room as we speak i'm not much Hell of a yeah. colorist or artist but i am trained to be a 3d gameplay animator so i'll take the artistic praise regardless bruh yeah. good for you oh, yeah. and malcolm i do understand the criticism of the spencer run and i don't hold it against you or anyone i like the run because it was more like fixing things to be right again hunted is a great example because it fixed bringing craven back to life after his last hunt and also gave us a replacement for him totally agree uh, yeah. And fixing things in comics is like moving. It's hard work. No one wants to do it, but it's got to be done. <laughs> but until I find out why MJ and Pete broke up, I'm not picking up that book. He's talking about the current Spidey book now. I mean, mm. he's working for Norman for crying out loud. That man killed his and MJ's baby that Marvel wants us to forget about. I did like the tombstone arc, but everything else has just been weird. And it's kind of clear that Zeb Wells didn't bother to even read what the rules of the uh, Judgment Day uh, with people being judged where with the Gwen Stacy thing, which I kind of find hilarious. I disagree. I disagree, actually. I think it works exactly how the rest of it was. Yeah. Uh, also, I think that was the best of the Judgment Day times. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he writes, now with <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man. I actually read up on the whole event that this was based around, and I really do like the premise of Cap being elected president. I mean, not Ultimate Cap. He's kind of a heel. But regular Captain America, yeah, I think you'd have to vote for him, because if you don't, then you're a communist, LOL. But it's great to see... <laughs> That's some real McCarthy, uh, McCarthy garbage there, buddy. <laughs> Wait a second, buddy. <laughs> uh, but it's great to see Miles and Cap have a moment, especially given Cap's role in Peter's passing. But enough about comics. Let's talk about properties based on comics. It was announced that next January we will be celebrating 20 years of Invincible. That's wild. Uh, with uh-huh. news on season two, probably, but more interestingly, news on an Invincible video game. And with uh-huh. Gotham Knights coming out and the soon-to-be-released Midnight Suns game I'm looking forward to, I'm wondering what superheroes you would like to see a game of. Personally, I think a Daredevil game would be a blast. I think it's cool. it would be cool to have something like Persona series, where you go home as Matt at the end of the night after roaming the kitchen and fighting guys with Spider-Man slash Batman combat. You get to play as Matt and do your day job with actual cases in court with evidence you collect as Daredevil. The only thing I think would be tricky is translating Matt's blindness into the game, since it's what defines his character as having the entire game except DD in his radar mode. Could look like playing the Arkham game in detective mode the whole time. Hope my email isn't too long, Jacob Goodhart. Jacob, love that idea. Love that yeah. idea for sure. Um, I love the idea of like incorporating basically the Arkham games with uh, Phoenix Wright. Smash those two games together, and I think you've got a really great pitch for a Daredevil game. Yeah, I was literally playing Gotham Knights last night and thinking, God, I wish it was a Daredevil game. I wish that this was kind of a Daredevil game. Basically, Nightwing plays like Daredevil. He plays so much like Daredevil, yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion this was originally supposed to be just a Nightwing game in the original pitch, because he can do so much more than everybody else. Yep. But yeah, I I think it was originally going to be like, like Guardians. Where it's, you know, oh, it's yeah. the team can, you know, team up with everybody and stuff. But it's, yeah, I think it was supposed to just be a Nightwing game. Yeah. But I don't hate the game we got. It's real good. I love it's it. Real good. Super uh, fun. Yeah, it would be tricky to kind of translate that. I think it would have to come down to the right studio and the right accessibility features. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be the most important part about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Daredevil game's great. Um, and as a quick aside... I am also still looking forward to Midnight Suns. I've never played one of those games before, but I'm very looking forward to it. I like aspect. I am not because that's not my kind of. That's fair. System. That's fair. You know and I mean? you know what? To be fair, I might hate it, yeah, but fair. I'm interested. I'm interested. I've never hey. played those kind of games before, so we'll see. Got to play to win, baby. Got to play to win. Um, for a video game, I, I've been pitching this game for years. Sucker Punch doing World War II, Captain America. Uh, it's open world, Ooh. traveling through Europe, um, fighting on different fronts. I I think they would be able to pull it off. It's, I, oh, it needs to fill the hole that Captain America Super Soldier has left in me since apparently it's the only superhero video game that they God. don't want to make backwards compatible. Um, but yeah, I need a Captain America video game. And I think that, would be a really fun and interesting way to do it. What about you? Yeah. Um, two games I've always wanted. Uh, I've always wanted a good Superman game. Um, that makes me feel like Superman the way that uh, a lot of, I, I think a lot of these video games really work for like the street level characters or yes. characters that are, you know, of that like power set. Definitely. Um, and I, I want a Superman game that makes me feel like that. Make, make me feel, make me, me feel, feel like, like Superman. Superman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, 
Also, I've I've always wanted the Green Arrow game. Yeah. I've always wanted. Green Arrow. Um, and listen, like, yeah, you you could take that Green Arrow pitch from that movie from years ago, that Supermax pitch, and make that a video up. game. That would be great. Like, I I would kill for that video. It would game. basically be That'd Arkham be awesome. Asylum, but with Green Arrow. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Be super um, cool. And I've I've been wanting a really good like bow and arrow game. Me uh, too. That's not incredibly takes two hundred hours to complete, like Horizon. No shade of Horizon. I love those games. Say That's the mechanics I would want. I would. I would love yeah. it if, like, they if Gorilla went and made a Green Arrow game. I would be the happiest person. That'd be amazing. Um, Think of because it'd be Horizon in an urban like setting. Sounds yeah. fucking. Yeah. All like, of the trick arrows that would be involved would be yeah. super super cool. It would be sweet, man. So yeah, that's that's my pick. Uh, next up, we have an email from a uh, good brother, Adam Stringfellow. Adam. Adam. Uh, he writes, hey, team. Thanks so much for the kind words of encouragement last week for my decision to get out of active duty. I'm scared and nervous as fuck for this decision, but ultimately excited as well. I've put off my dreams and desires for far too long now, and it's time to actually put myself first for a change. My dream goal is to work for a FEMA, Federal Emergency Management Agency in D.C., and help people with evacuation procedures from natural disaster zones. Here's hoping that I can get my foot in the door with that. Love that shit for you. I love it. Adam, seriously, awesome. You would crush it. Yeah. Uh, He writes for this week. I don't so much have a question as more of a rant slash pitch. I agree with, I think it was Malcolm saying last week that Duke Thomas should be Jace Fox equivalent to Nightwing because hot take on my end. Duke Thomas is lame as fuck. Yep. Specifically. I like the idea of him, but the execution of him is pretty pathetic. The only times I've ever found him interesting were in we are Robin and in the white Knight universe with him being the new Robin. Yes. I like his friendship, possible future romance with Cassandra Kane. I dig that as well. Yes. But other than that, he kind of just feels like DC is making him to be the token black member of the Bat family, which I'm more than happy they they have diversity in the Bat family, but I need him to actually do something. So my pitch is that Duke travels to New York on assignment from Batman or whatever plot convenience and runs into Jace's Batman. Jace can get annoyed with Duke's naivete and experience, and Duke can get frustrated by Jace's cynicism and ultraviolence. But maybe after working together, they could find some common ground in relating to being outsiders among their respective families, as well as representation in a mostly white superhero community. I think these two could bring out the best in each other so much so that Duke makes New York his permanent residence to be Jace's partner. Also... I'm going to have to disagree with y'all about bringing back the face mask for Jace. I would say keep the current bat suit that he has, but add the gold trim to the bat symbol, like the rebirth symbol. Oh, baby. You're speaking my language. He says, speaking one, my language. it's cool as fuck. And two, along with Duke's uniform, it represents the colors of the black lives matter colors. As for not having the face mask for all the haters and racists out there, it's to mock them. Whoo. Sorry for the no, long winded email. Just needed to get that off my chest. Would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this pitch and talk to y'all soon. All the best and much more. P.S. Make the Court of Owls Jace's primary antagonist with Lincoln March Owlman being his arch nemesis. What better way for Jace to prove his worth than to defeat a Batman-esque opponent? Totally agree. I have been waiting yes! for them to do something with Lincoln March since yes. the original Court of Owls story. Yes. Um, he's popped up here and there, but never. I was say, he showed up in like one of those weekly ones, right? I don't yeah. remember which one. It I think was. it was the original. Was Batman it Eternal? Eternal? Yeah. But yeah, I fucking, I love yes. that idea straight up. Dude, That's it. a great idea. I actually um, would love to see like a Lincoln March-esque story in a Gotham Knights sequel. I think would be really interesting. Yeah. Um. But also make a Gotham Knights sequel be with uh, Jace, Duke, Cass, and Steph. Fuck. Yes. I think that'd be dope as hell. 
Yes. Uh, he also has a quick second PS. Thank you for saying my dog is cute. Her name is Nala. She's three years old and is a Belgium Shepherd mix. And my cat uh. Gunner is four years old and he's a long-haired tabby. I'll attach a picture of them in this email. Let's share that Ooh. screen there. So there's the dog. <gasps> Very cute. Oh, no. And then this is his cat, which looks suspiciously like my cat. Uh, Babs <gasps> looks just like that, but just a short-haired version. Ooh, that's very interesting. Interesting, but uh, yeah. If there's anything we learned from this episode, it means that they're related. Basically. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> they just—they look very similar. They look like they, they look could be very familiar with each other. Yeah, they, they just clearly have some kind of familiarity, you know. So I don't know. There's pictures of both of them on your computer. So, I mean, there's a familiarity there, like, obviously. God. Uh, so thanks, Adam, for writing. Uh, next up, we have Marcel Hines writing in. He says, hello, all. Hello, really, Marcel. Really enjoyed the episode last week. Normally, I listen to the show as you all go through the issues, but since you started the Miles run, I've been reading the volumes ahead of time in between my read-through of the Chris Claremont X-Men run. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like Eric, I remember Spider-Man being good when I first read it back in the day, but the added context of the original USM run made the emotional beats hit like a Mack truck. The moment between Peter and May in issue four was especially poignant. I nearly cried manly tears at work. Now, while I love Spider-Man, in hindsight, I also found it an exercise in frustration because of how Marvel first destroyed, then brought back and ignored the Ultimate Universe after Secret Wars 2015. Mm -hmm. There could have been yearly crossovers in the annuals, which Marvel barely uses anymore anyway, between the different interpretations interpretations of some of the primary characters in both universes. X-Men, Captain America, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and the Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four to name a few. Lots of story potential that was sadly wasted by allowing the Ultimate Universe to collapse. Talk about fumbling a bag. Also, Thanks for reminding me of the Tynan Detective Comics run last week. That series was amazing and easily my favorite DC book at the time it was running. You yeah, mentioned right. Cass ripping off Kate's bat symbol. Amazing moment, BTW. But I also wanted to add another moment. It was when Redacted was showing Steph and Cass what they should have been. Cass, who was orphan at the time, reaction of being back. Mm. More mm -hmm. accurately, her reaction upon seeing that she was allowed to wear the symbol she revered so much always gets me. That is a great pull. I that forgot about that moment. Such a great moment. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It says, now I'm going to rain this ramble in because I have three questions this week. Sorry in advance. This hey. one's for Eric. I really enjoyed your episode on the current Power Rangers comic running at Boom Studios. Thank you so much. Very personal episode for me. Uh, personally, I yeah. think it's a very good series that isn't getting as much recognition as it should. My question Goddamn is, right. <laughs> have you read any more issues since that episode? If so, what are your thoughts on it? Have they changed? Yes, I have continued on. And real quick, again, I probably mentioned in the episode, Malcolm was the person who got me onto those books and was the one who recommended me check them out during my recovery for my surgery. So thank you to him for that. I did read past uh, Shattered Grid into the Absolute Power uh, crossover between both books. Uh, I believe uh, that was the next one, right? Unlimited. Unlimited Power? Unlimited Power, yeah. Unlimited Absolute? I can't remember. It's yeah. one of those. But yeah. yeah, again, great stuff. I cannot speak the praises of that uh, Power Rangers book enough. In fact, uh, following... The uh, following shared grid, we got my favorite, I think, run with the Omega Rangers. God uh, that shit slaps. 
Shit slaps. I am waiting for the next runs to kind of finish so I can binge them all like I have been with the rest of the series, but I still love it. Still, still loving it. So uh, 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 Ryan Parrott's run is now over. His run ends with issue 100. Um, so Sounds like it's time for me to get caught up. I was going to say, now's the time for you to get caught up. Hell yeah. uh, read both books. Uh, you are going to love Power Rangers over Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin is excellent. You are going to love Power Rangers. Okay. That's the one that is Omega Ranger stuff and gets really into the in space of it all. Hell yeah. Like, like Eric, it gets yeah. really into in space. That oh. becomes an in space book. I'm so excited. Which is fucking awesome. Uh, for listeners that are not aware, uh, In Space is the best season of Power Rangers. It's the best season of Power Rangers. It just is. Sorry. Uh, you can argue, but you'll be wrong. You'll um, be completely I wrong. Love it's it the best. to death. So that is good news for me. Uh, so next question is for Malcolm, because Jacob has sadly left us. Uh, are there any non-Big 2 comics that you're currently reading? Do you have any recommendations for any readers trying to get into them? Firepower. Firepower. Yep. <laughs> easiest recommendation. Uh, listen, Firepower. Also, it, especially if you like the Ranger stuff, you should be reading all the Radiant stuff. Um, yeah. Radiant Black, which was created by Kyle Higgins. Uh, did a phenomenal Nightwing run. Yeah, did a phenomenal Nightwing run and was the beginning of the Power Rangers stuff. Um, and then that goes into Rogue Sun, uh, also from Ryan Parrott. Uh, who is the person who took over the uh, Power Ranger run from Kyle Higgins. Um, if you like Power Ranger stuff, if you like Sentai stuff at all, it's very much an American version of that, but in like the best way. Uh, I think Radiant Black is so excellent. Um, <laughs> that book, it, read the first volume. Trust me, the first three issues are really going to be like, oh, okay. That's but fine, once you get yeah. to like issue four, it's going to show once you. Once you get to issue four, it's is. it's a completely different book. It's a totally different book, <laughs> which is awesome. It's, it's a really great writing swerve. Um, yeah. So yeah, I love both of those. Uh, those are, are th that's my like image stuff that I'm jamming on the hardest right now. Um, uh, if you like Star Trek, the new Star Trek number one just came out last week. Oh, nice. Um, which is really interesting. It's, uh, from, uh, Colin, uh, Kelly and Jackson Lanzig. Oh, nice. Jackson Kelly, Colin, Colin Lanzig. I don't remember. One of them. Yeah. Lanzig and Kelly, um, yeah. who are the writers on Captain America, Central yeah. Liberty right now. Yeah, so their new Star Trek one, uh, it's kind of like a Star Trek Generations title. Um, nice. It's bringing in, uh, it's returning Ben Sisko from the end of Deep Space Nine. Uh, ben Sisko goes somewhere. Uh, so it's three one years after that. He, he's my favorite Star Trek character. Um, it's bringing him back and he's on a mission uh, and brings in a bunch of other characters from Star Trek, including Beverly Crusher and Data. Uh, some new characters. It's it's really interesting. Um, Hell yeah. Other than one really big glaring fucking continuity error, which I have a real problem with. <laughs> <laughs> like a real problem with. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting. So that's that's some of the stuff I've been jamming on recently. Nice. I would also throw in there do a power bomb because it's incredible. Oh yeah, obvi. Fucking yeah, love that book. Book fucking rocks. Yeah. Uh, last question. This is the most important question. How is everyone? All good. Mental and physical health is important. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves. That goes for my fellow listeners as well. All the best, Marcel. Malcolm, how are you doing? Marcel, I appreciate you asking. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen me talk about this a little bit this week. I left my job last week. I uh, 
it's been in the works, but yeah, I, I left my job. I, I just burnt myself out, man. I, I put my, a lot of myself into stuff and it, I didn't realize how damaging it was to me uh, until I left. I've had a great week. <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel really fucking good, man. <laughs> good shit, dude. So uh, yeah, I feel great. Thanks for asking myself. I hope you're well. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Marcel. I'm I am also doing well. Um, it's weather has been weird here in LA, uh, but doing okay. I I booked uh, another. I booked a commercial, which is really fun. Uh, Hell yeah! For Honda, which is fun. Hell yeah! Um, so smart park. Big thumbs up from here. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you know, just big city living can be really stressful, but. I appreciate you checking in with us, Marcel. And don't forget to check in with us on your stuff as well. Hope everyone is doing okay. Hell yeah. And then our final, I believe, yes, our final email for this week comes from, let me make sure I get, I want to get the name, uh, from James. James writes in. James. Uh, he says, how are you and what's the crake with my favorite trifecta of comic analyzers, Eric, Malcolm, and Jacob? My name is James Robertson, and I look and I'm looking to join your ever expanding list of international mailbag listeners as an Irishman currently living in London. Hey, welcome, James. Welcome, welcome man. I am half Scottish, so we can fight in a in a pub somewhere later. Um, That's fine. <laughs> He writes, I discovered your podcast a little under six months ago when I was living in Ireland and have been with you for every episode since. Thank you so much. That is so cool. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Thanks for, for making us part of your life for six months. Appreciate that. Uh, he writes, I moved to London mid-September. The big city can be a lonely place for a guy from a small agricultural town, especially when you don't know anybody. The format of your podcast, where everything can be made into a joke, but you can also tell how passionate you guys are while having a lot of fun, makes me feel like I'm among friends when listening. So thanks for the company. Uh, I will say from a personal standpoint, that means the world to me. Uh, I first really got into podcasts when I made the big move from Tucson to LA, which mm -hmm. similarly felt like going from a agricultural farm to a gigantic city comparatively sized uh tucson is quite small but uh yeah and that's when i first got into podcast and it meant a lot to me to have that so that means the world that we're able to do that for you yeah thanks james I'm, I'm glad to have you here uh he writes my question for the team is more of a pitch really a friend and i were recently dis discussing what we would do with spider-man in the new mcu multiverse and i think it would be a great idea to bring andrew garfield back not for a venom movie or a craven the hunter but for a superior spider-man movie this would also see the return of alfred molina's doc ock which would do a lot of fan service and that's all the mcu seems to be doing recently <laughs> you're not wrong there not wrong uh, baby Arguably, Andrew Garfield is best suited for the role as the actor who, in my opinion, has the most range. Just seems like they have an opportunity to go wild now with multiple Spider-Men without it affecting the main 616-slash-MCU. This would leave uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man free to deal with Avengers stuff and remain the face of the MCU going forward. Also, I would have alternate Spider-Men, not Tom Holland, popping up in different MCU properties now as a way of showing us that this is not the main MCU. E.g. Spider-Man Noir would be perfect for the next Werewolf by Night installment, if there is one. I would also have Spider-Assassin make his debut as a cameo in Deadpool 3, being trained by Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. 
This would get him instant respect, stay true to the comics, and Deadpool could even make a snide joke about how their costumes are so similar, and if Deadpool is there, they have no need for another assassin, so Spider-Assassin could just web off or something. Alternatively, Spider-Assassin could steal Deadpool's utility belt. We'd love to know your thoughts. Please keep up the good work. The friend you didn't know you had, James. Um, James, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, it's funny because this is what we used to do before I moved. We would either talk to the comic shop or... Uh, Jacob and I would go out and grab drinks on Fourth Ave, and we just spitball ideas for films and for comics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this is this really is a full circle email for me, uh, and for us. What do you think of this idea of having kind of like multiple Spider Men show up to delineate which universe they're representing? I, I'm going to be fully honest here. On one hand, I really like that idea. I think that's smart. Uh, and I think that we're past the point now of audiences not being quick enough to figure that out. Right. Um, totally agree. But on the other the multiverse, hand, like, yeah, like it's such a basic commonplace thing now. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, I don't like it because they would never do it with miles. <laughs> 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 they would, they would never, do they would, they would just never do it. They would just never do that. They're, they're just going to leave him as animated. They're never going to make him live action. Yeah, I I agree with that. I am, trust me, I am all for bringing Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man back. Bring him back for everything. I want to see him specifically palling around with Tom Hardy's uh, Eddie Brock. I think for some reason that just, that makes sense to me. Um, I cool. I don't love Sp- Spider-Assassin, so I, I'm going to give the thumbs down to that one um that's funny though but it is funny funny. and i'm sure there's going to be some spider-man something in this deadpool 3 um of course but i also kind of like the idea of spider-man noir showing up in werewolf by night i think i like that that's fresh because werewolf by night we don't really know what the continuity is of that no uh, which i think is really exciting and one of the reasons why it worked so well because you didn't have to pin it to anything yeah um also, just fucking Elsa Bloodstone. Like, Ugh. give me her incredible. in everything. Incredible. Um, rules. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, Andrew Garfield, like I said, you could put him in literally everything. Uh, but you, you have been sticking with us for a while because you know my weak spot is Superior Spider-Man. That's true. So uh, That's true. as a whole on this pitch, I'm going to give it a big thumbs up. Big thumbs big up. Thumbs up from us. Um, thumbs up. We'll have to, uh, we'll text Jason, Jason, we'll text uh, Jacob about it, <laughs> see what he thinks. Uh, but yeah, so again, thank you to everybody for writing in. And if you want to be part of our Geeksplain yeah. book club, uh, send in your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com, put book club or ultimate mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here. That does it for this week. Next week. Oh boy. Next week. <laughs> woof. Uh, we are tackling Ultimate Comics Spider-Man Volume 4, uh, which is going to entail issues 19 through 22. Only four issues. There are a hell of four issues, though. I ain't going to lie to you. I am, uh, I am worried. Synopsis goes like this. The Daily Bugle is on the hunt to find out everything they can about the new Spider-Man, but what they discover will surprise them, you, and him. Then, 
Venom Wars. Venom Wars? Venom Wars begins, apparently. Uh, Miles Morales finally has his costume, his web shooters, and now he has his first A-list Spider-Man villain. There's a new Venom in town, and he's hungry. But who exactly is the new Venom? And what is his terrible connection to Miles' father? All this, plus Miles' new girlfriend, and the return of award-winning artist Sarah Pacelli. So we're getting Sarah Pacelli back next volume, so that's fun. I don't know what the fuck else is happening with the rest of the synopsis. Venom Wars? I will say one thing. I think there's a a piece of that solicitation text that I think is very misleading. Interesting. Okay. I guess we'll find out next week. I think there's a bomb in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that is uh, next week. Again, issues 19 through 22, volume 4 of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for this week, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I have been Malcolm Russell Nelson. And for Jacob Brown, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe, and we will see you next time. And go watch Stargirl. Go watch Stargirl. Honestly, nothing has made me feel better this week than watching that. Man. Stargirl rules. It rules. Side.